0: As the new year unfolds, make it a year of comfort and indulgence with Minky Couture. Wrap yourself in the lap of luxury with our exquisite blankets. Picture the cozy moments, the warmth of our premium materials, and the stylish designs that define Minky Couture. Welcome the new year with the ultimate in comfort and sophistication. January is your month to embrace luxury. Visit MinkyCouture.com or your nearest store today. Elevate your comfort, elevate your style with Minky Couture.
1: All right. Welcome, everybody, to an all new episode of Much to Do About Nothing, the show where me and Joelle literally talk about nothing. Uh, No, but all jokes aside, um, this is going to be a very fun podcast for me and Joelle. Our Knicks are looking good. The rest of the Eastern Conference, outside of the top three uh, teams in the East, look really wobbly. Um, So we're going to have a lot of fun with this episode, but first and foremost, let me introduce Joelle. What's going on, Joelle?
0: going on, Joelle?
1: I actually have a small beef with you, and that's where we will begin this episode. Um, I wanted Justin Fields, and I feel (laughs) as though you knew I wanted Justin Fields, so you personally made a phone call to Chicago and said how how would you like to screw over Juwan and take the quarterback he wants a few picks right before him. Um so I put that solely at your feet and I would like you to defend yourself. Why would you do that?
0: Gladly. Um I figured uh someone wanted him early, but (laughs) I didn't think he would drop ball at fifteen, so I I picked up the phone myself and personally called Chicago and said, you guys are stupid if you don't trade up. And they willingly gave me everything I wanted. <laughs> they, legit <laughs> did. they legit They legit. said,
1: uh, we are so confident in Justin Fields. We're not even concerned that a first-year quarterback might not even make the playoffs. And that pick that we gave New York might actually be one of the worst decisions we've ever made.
0: Um, but I'll take it. <laughs>
1: I mean, I legit, I'm sitting there, right, and I'm like, to be fair, you look at Atlanta. Who was the shock of the draft? Because a lot of people would have thought they would have wanted a quarterback for the future. Matt Ryan is not 28 years old.
0: Right. That uh, was what we, my last week. Really, we don't really know what Atlanta's gonna do. That's where I got stuck. Like, I don't know.
1: Right. Like, I told you there was, uh, and a report came out a few days ago that Bill was offered um, a, a high trade. Um, and decided to to decline it. So either he knew Mac Jones would fall that low or he was just going to take whoever was available at that spot and didn't really care. Um, Atlanta hmm. going with um, probably Kyle the Pitt. best uh, the best player in this entire draft in Kyle Pitt. Um, Kyle Pitt, sorry
0: Pitts. P-
1: P- teaming him up with Julio uh is going to be a problem for the NFL but my issue with Atlanta is it wasn't a lack of scoring that made you one of the worst teams in the NFL last year it was your inability to stop someone from scoring <laughs> that like i think we forget atlanta was up 38 to 14 on dallas and that yeah. game ended 40 to 38
0: yeah they were. They had some, They just couldn't stop a damn soul. They, <laughs> right. They couldn't keep a lead to, to save their life. That's the problem. Right.
1: So to me, it's like that's that's their problem. So I mean, even though I, if if I was uh, the head of Atlanta, I would have drafted a quarterback. I I don't know who. Honestly, to me, I kind of feel like there were five good ones you could have went with. Uh. So it was whoever you decided to go with, but they decided. You know, we're gonna keep Matt Ryan happy. You know, we're we're gonna ride this out till the wheels fall off. So, you know, good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but Chicago, you you better hope Justin Fields is everything uh, I was hoping he would be for New England. Mm-hmm. And that is a bona fide star because you gave Giants, you essentially they essentially did, and it's not really the same thing, Joel, but they essentially did the trade that Houston did for Russell Westbrook. Where they said, yeah. I am betting a hundred percent on now. Yeah. That I'm not really concerned about what this will affect us in the in the more immediate.
0: Yep. Justin Fields, they gave up, uh they gave up their first next year, a fourth next year, mm-hmm. uh their pick this year in the first round and a fifth, which yep. we ended up trading later on anyway, to move up into, into the third round.
1: like like this like i know we spent a lot of this year hoping dallas would suck regardless of what we did at least we had that to fall back on right yeah yeah if you're the giants it's a perfect scenario to be in if you win you suck i don't think any one of us thinks atlanta is going to be drastically better than they were last year because they essentially didn't really make any like yes okay you got you know so essentially atlanta obviously is taking a, a a playbook out of Mike D'Antoni's book to where it's mm-hmm. just like, I'll, I'll just score 180 points every night. If I have to, I won't play any defense. I won't stop you, but hopefully you won't. Be stop me.
2: Stop. <laughs>
1: right. So, um, so I look at it and I go, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what their record was last year, but I could, I'd say Kyle Pitts gets you at least three more wins. Now, remember, there's an extra playoff spot now in the NFL um so could could Atlanta maybe fight for that sure I just don't see it being likely so I'm like if you're the Giants you could ultimately say shit let's go all out make the playoffs and you know we get bounced out cool we got a first rounder we could trade to get a star player or whatever to help really take this roster where it needs to go so I'm like that was that was why everyone my mom was calling me like why would the Giants do that I'm like well it's a win-win for them I mean, completely. Yeah. like, honestly, like to me, I don't see Atlanta. Let's say this, Joel, in a perfect world, Atlanta is no higher than 15. That's still a really good pick. <laughs> like 15th in the draft, uh, you know, especially if the draft is as deep as it was this year. Um, and, you know, it, it all depends. Who knows what you guys' needs might be uh, come next year. You know, you might just need just an offensive lineman and a good one might be available at 15. So, to me, it was not a bad trade for the Giants. It was a very smart trade for the Giants. Mm-hmm. Only time will tell if it was a stupid trade <laughs> for the Bears.
0: For the Bears, yeah.
1: Right. But it won't – and I'll say this to be fair. I won't judge Atlanta off of uh, – yeah, I won't judge the Bears, sorry, off of whatever their record is next year, right? Because Justin Fields very much could be a late bloomer. He, in his third year, could, you know um, – be an all-star or or a pro bowler, sorry, a pro bowler and go deep in the playoffs. So it's more of a long-term thing. But if the Bears suck next year, the Giants get a top five pick, it will be something that people look back on and go, uh, maybe maybe you should have just sat still (laughs) and just just let it ride out. Maybe you could have called and uh, see if you could have gotten Aaron Rodgers or something. Um, but this is a team that was willing to give up their first round for Russell Wilson. So clearly they are desperate for a quarterback. So that's what I'm that like,
0: show does Like too. Justin Fields. So
1: yeah, no, I, I I have faith in him. I now don't have as much faith because he's not in New England, but I do think he will be <laughs> a quarterback in the NFL. I just don't think that team is I mean maybe defensively it's it's loaded enough to keep him in games. Uh so he just has to worry about not losing them. Yeah. Um but I that offensive the, their offensive talent leaves a lot to be admired. Uh they have a great uh receiver in Allen Robinson. That's really about it.
0: Yeah, they need more work than what they you know it's gonna take more than what they just did. But um that's a start, you need a quarterback. So Yeah, that's the, the, that's the you know I need a quarterback and or a you know a dominant like pass rusher oh. to start. Well to be
1: fair they they got half of that. Uh Khalil Mack when he when he decides to be
0: on he is oh, so that still... side of the ball is pretty much decent. You know, they're not bad defensively. Okay. Uh offensively that they obviously needed some work but and yeah they're still building. You know they need a better running back. Uh they're running back right now. I can't remember his name. Wow. <laughs> Team oh, I think what's it's his like his
1: Gabriel name? or something.
0: I <sighs> have Terry Cohen and they have the other dude. I don't remember his name. I know I drafted him like in fantasy like twice and he just keeps coming up short. <laughs> oh, me.
1: yes. I remember the one year where uh they literally decided to play everybody else at running back, but you're. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do
0: remember uh, that. I mean, this will be his third year, so, you know, I don't want to count him out or anything, but hasn't been great so far. <laughs>
1: Not at all. It, you know what? I'm starting to think, like, remember how I told you I thought I kept jinxing your Giants? Like, every time I kept going, they're going to make the playoffs, and, like, they never mm-hmm. do. I'm kind of right. That might be uh, your situation with that running back. Like, the day you say, you know what? I'm done with this guy. He's gonna,
2: he's gonna break it like, up.
1: Yeah, he's gonna rush for like eight thousand yards in this season. Jones, so like, all right, what the hell? Got it. <laughs> <out of here. laughs>
2: um,
1: no. Um, I am curious what you thought about your Giants. I'll just do New England really quickly. Um, okay. I did not have a problem with their draft pick till I saw Mac Jones walk, and then I said, "Oh." <laughs> uh,
0: That's the problem with about Eli for all those years. Fucking yeah, guy there was, there <laughs> he looked like
1: baby Vince McMahon. There was like no swagger in that walk, no confidence. It was just oh
0: like- my god. He was the opposite of swagger, this man. Um so goodness. He could throw a ball at least. I I I did what I
1: never do, and I never usually go for, for football and check out college um college highlights. highlights yeah. Um because college football mm-hmm. is drastically different than college basketball. Like you could watch anthony davis dominate college basketball and go well he'll clearly dominate the nba um but with football i always find it to be a little different some guy johnny Manziel killed college football did not do so well in pro tim tebow tim tebow yes tim tebow for sure um so to me football is so hit and miss so i i don't usually do that because like I'll do it. It'll hype me. And then they'll hike the ball and their turnover machine. And I'm like, well, goddamn. Yeah. Um, but I did look at it. And one thing I can say about uh, Mac Jones, he does not turn over the football and he is very efficient in the end zone.
2: Yep.
1: Um, But again, I, my mind is, is what, is what Bill said. And Bill said, Cam is his quarterback. So he sees someone that uh can throw that can play football better than him. So right. I'm like, okay, I don't mind this kid learning from Cam Newton for a year. Um, and then, you know, seeing what Mac Jones has going forward.
0: Yeah, maybe um, he could learn some slack.
1: Hell yes. That's the one thing he could learn from <laughs> Cam Newton for sure is some damn. All
0: yeah.
2: um, right. <laughs>
1: I will say, though, New England, for some strange reason, I don't know if Nick Saban is paying Bill Belichick, but for some reason, Bill drafted nothing but Alabama.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, that's the uh, that's one of their go to colleges.
1: Yeah, between Rutgers and Alabama, Bill Bill will draft the shit out of you if you're from those two schools. He won't even think twice.
0: Right. Um, we have a lot of guys from Georgia for some reason. A lot of Bulldogs on our team. <laughs>
1: I wonder if that's I wonder if that's a scout thing or if that's a Joe Judge just really likes you know how maybe that school uh, develops their players.
0: I mean, it's been. The last couple of years, it was like yeah, even before Joe Judge got here. yet,
1: Oh, then yeah, it <laughs> might be, might be an organizational thing. Yeah. But hey, as long as something good comes from it, I don't mind. I just thought it was really weird that I was like, oh, this guy is this guy looks like he's really dope. What school? Alabama. Oh, this guy looks oh. good too. Alabama. I'm like, that's All
0: a right. good. That's a good school too, though. You
1: know? Oh, for sure. I mean, shit, bro. So, so one of the guys we drafted said he wanted to come to New England. Because the, uh, the programs are so similar. All they do is win. So he didn't want to come to an organization that was a loser. Uh, hmm. So I'm like, yeah, I mean, sure. Nick Saban to Bill Belichick? Yeah, ideally, that's what most people would want. Um, but overall, <laughs> we didn't go wide receiver to, like, our very last round. Um, we went defense heavy, which to me is fine because we couldn't fucking stop anybody last year. Um, so we shored up our defensive line we shored up our linebackers um I'm completely fine with that we got a running back and we just declined Sony Michelle's uh fifth year option
0: not surprised that guy's disappointing me every fucking year
1: <laughs> really cuz his first year the year they went to the super bowl i thought he i thought he was well maybe he was in the playoffs but i thought he had a good regular season
0: I, he's just every time i've had him in fantasy he's just no <laughs>
1: Well, I would definitely say keep your eyes open for Damian Harris. Um, but everything I keep hearing about this new kid that they drafted, the running back, he runs, he runs, uh, he runs angry. And I'm like, I always love to hear that. Um, yeah, I look too. at a guy like Derrick Henry and he runs angry, like really angry.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, you know, again, Mac Jones, I loved you till I saw you walk. Now I got to kind of reevaluate things. <laughs> Um,
0: He's a perfect quarterback for New England. He's a pocket passer. They're used to guys that can't run anyway. That's why it's not been so successful with Cam.
2: Well, actually,
0: he runs too much. You know?
2: Actually,
1: to be fair, what they were trying to do with Cam last year, I thought was was brilliant. To where you're catering it to where it's, um, because what New England's never really had, and I know this is gonna sound insane, but it was a dual threat. So it was the idea of if you know Brady's going to step back, you just – you sit in the rush, right? But when you have a quarterback that can scramble as well as Cam, you can't blitz all that often because uh, then it'll make something happen with his feet. So I'm like, Mac Jones, I would like it if he could be a little bit – to me, as long as you're more mobile than Brady is, I'm I'm fine with it. I, I don't need you to be uh, Michael Vick. I just don't need you to be Brady. Like, Brady will legit just fall down instead of taking uh, – a. You know, instead yeah. of maybe trying to scramble or anything, he'll just up sack. I don't <laughs> like that. Never have, never will. Um, but enough about us. I know how much you dislike all of Boston sports, so let's go to you, Joel.
0: Yeah, that's very true.
1: You guys traded back. How did you? Yeah. How did you feel about your overall draft for the Giants?
0: Overall, I'm very happy. Uh, the first, I didn't. I don't know who, at the first, at least I didn't know who the health and Darius Tony was. So we traded back. We got a receiver. We ended up getting a receiver anyway. Uh, we I think that's what we wanted in the first place, but you know the Eagles ended up trading in front of us and taking Devonte Smith. Like you know, petty motherfuckers as they are, <laughs> right in front of us to take the guy we wanted. So I'm like, all right, fine. Uh, I thought we'd end up going like tackle or or edge rusher like early, but no, you know we, we you know we moved back and we went down to twenty and we ended up picking up Kadarius Tony and I didn't know who he was, but apparently he's pretty good as a weapon all around the field so and i I like what i've seen so far he's a make you miss type of uh guy so i I, that's he seems like he's gonna be a fun guy to watch um in the second round we went uh, aziz zarzulari i honestly didn't expect him to fall in the second round uh and especially as far as he did because we ended up trading back again in the second round to 50 i think or whatever and this guy we want i heard his name a lot early yeah, and so I was not—I was actually shocked that he actually fell. So uh, we ended up getting the guy we wanted and traded back anyway. So we ended up getting more picks and the guy we wanted. So uh, I think that it turned out to be really good. And, and look, it's the Georgia Bulldogs. Like I was telling you, <laughs> we seem to like Georgia Bulldogs. Well, um, oh, we ended up trading up in the third round to get Aaron Robinson from uh, UCF. Um, again, I don't know him very well, but he's a corner, uh, and I think which weird is cuz the secondary is like something i thought was a strength of ours so i guess they're just adding depth and they felt like they really liked him for so i can't really complain um the next few guys you know we have Ellison Smith, Gary Brightwell, Rodarius uh, Williams so we end up with another edge rusher in Ellison Smith um i like cuz he seemed like he's a sneaky good player um he looks he has the size and, and it looks like he can do do the job so like i mean i like that we brought in two edge rushers um, uh, that that fits a need like a real big need for us and so now there's at least competition at that position so I look forward to seeing who uh wins that out uh we went with Brightwell in the seventh or sixth I forget what round uh, this one I think it was six um I and he's a, he's more likely going to be a special teams guy but he's a running back he'll probably play third string uh running back so depth you know and then you got Rodarius Williams who's greedy's older brother <laughs> Um, And it's another cornerback, so I got more depth at the corner. We'll see if he makes a team, but I think he seems to be pretty good. So, I don't know. We'll see. You know, those are late-round guys, so it's one of the 50. I
1: always say that um, the the best picks in draft, I was actually telling my mom this. I was telling her, when you draft in football, I'd even say football or basketball. If it's outside of the top five pick, it's always a gamble it's always a gamble. Those are usually your, your bona fide sure things, your top five, right? Those are the ones that you don't really require a, a scout. It's just, it's like, well, these are the five best players you could possibly draft pick one, you know Um, like only time in basketball I've ever seen someone actually in the first round for a top pick, like actually outsmart everybody mm-hmm. is when Boston went up to take Jason Tatum. I don't think anyone valued Jason Tatum the way Boston did and that Jason Tatum ended up, you know, for what he ended up becoming. I don't think anyone saw that. Um, So that is like the ace of scouting, even in a a top five, uh, top eight, um, selection because I don't think anyone Jason Tatum. Being I think we'll
0: that. have a legit was Boston. I think they traded back. Honestly, uh, I think they
1: I traded. They had the they, they had, had a yeah. I think they had a top two or top three, and then they traded back to like five or something like that.
0: No, they were. I think it was top three. You're right. Um, mm-hmm. and it wasn't a bit. It was only like a, a one or two jump, you know. So, and it was, they went with Markel Folds, and Boston ended up drafting Jason Tatum and. Well, you see how that worked out. <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly.
0: So the point I was
1: making to her is where scouts really earn their money is in the second, third, and fourth rounds. Uh Dak Prescott later uh, was a was a low draft pick. Uh Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson. Obviously, we know the story of Tom Brady. Um, so that's where scouting really makes their money, is when they find those diamonds in the rough. Um, so to me, it's like the first round is usually okay, you know, that's that's that. That's that strong punch in a boxing match. But the real knockout punch is when you're able to find an Emmanuel quickly, or Mitchell Robinson. You know what I'm saying? So to yeah. me, that's when scouts really earn their dollar. Um, yeah. is with well, like,
0: for instance, I want a, a good one. Is Tay Crowder from our our Mister Irrelevant from last year? He was the last pick in the draft. He was uh, a giant. Obviously, was, we had the last pick in the draft last year, um, and we picked up Tay Crowder. And he made the team. He didn't just make the team, he made the rotation. <laughs> like he was in the rotation and one of the better players at the inside linebacker. So this guy was the last pick in the draft and made and you know contributed very much to the team last year. So just because you're late round pick, and look, you know what fucking Tom Brady that doesn't mean it's a waste, it's a waste so of a pick.
1: Right. Um actually I, to to me it's starting to kind of feel like in football and basketball, the later the better.
0: Um more football. You know?
1: No. Well, football definitely usually yeah for sure um basketball it's usually the later in the first round sometimes the better um because a lot of these kids that are balling out right now weren't weren't number one or top five overall picks um some of these guys were later were later draft picks that are that are blooming
0: mm-hmm. um
1: jalen brown donovan mitchell uh, Jalen brown was the
0: third third pick in the draft
1: he was a third pick in the draft yeah he was Oh my God! Now I yeah. look at Jalen Brown's career way differently. Um yeah. He 100 percent was a bust till recently.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, when they drafted him, I was like, "Wow, that's pretty high." But you know, that they see something. Look, and now I mean, it's trying to pay off now.
1: <laughs> oh, do you remember? And it, this is on the spot, so if you don't, don't, don't even try try to look it up. But do you remember who was number one that year? He was number three.
0: I don't remember. I'll okay, have to no, look I'm it so- up.
1: I'm just yeah. trying to see what like where Boston was just like not nah, this guy. Um to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, he was always a really good defensive. Uh, yes. but what he's doing now was nothing.
0: They, like- tra- they literally drafted him off of potential. Like uh, I mean obvious potential because he had a like the like, two way player type. I mean, he is, that's what he is. But mm-hmm. like the offense didn't like really come until like like that Kyrie the year Kyrie was like in and out and shit, you know.
1: Right, which is crazy because we saw what he did in the playoffs, but then it was just like that year after. It was just what? like, Jalen, like, are you going to continue it? Yeah. And I think more <laughs> recently, like this year, he's really showing like – and, and I, I know you always disagree with this, but I, I really don't think they could sustain success long-term keeping both of those guys. I really don't. Uh, and it's not because I don't think they can play together. But it's just it, it's the same thing I always thought about Stephen Clay. It was like, well, once you stop winning, you're now paying two of these players an, an enormous amount of money, where you could instead take that money and spread it over more players. Um, because in all honesty, could the Celtics build a team with just Jason Tatum, or build it? I'm sorry, build it around Jason Tatum and sustain success? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So to me, it's one of those things to where it's like I have to see it. I have to see them win for me to for me to believe that that money is worth paying these two players when the rest of the team isn't all that good. Um, So that's what I mean by that. I'm not saying that the, these two working together can't get it done. Um, It just it's like Golden State. <laughs> like do you do you really think Golden State every day doesn't look at Draymond and go, "Why did I give you that goddamn money? Like I couldn't." <laughs> I could have put somebody around Steph Curry right now while Klay Thompson is out. Uh, so that's more so what I mean, that you, you know, you're know you kind of putting money somewhere where it would be better off spent somewhere else. Um, but yeah, so yeah. No, I, I like what the Giants are doing. And look, it might be a curse. I don't mean it to be, but I'm going with you guys again. I'm not really impressed. Uh, I like Washington's weapons. I, no one will say it, but Washington does have the best receiving core in the NFC East, um, Scary Terry, Terry uh, M- 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 Maglo- scary.
0: McLaren,
1: McLaren, McLaren, thank you. I, I couldn't remember what it was. Um, that boy, I'd take Terry over anybody in the NFC East, literally anybody. Don't I don't care about uh, Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb. I don't care about none of those guys. I would take uh, Scary Terry any day.
2: Pretty good um,
1: so I think the only thing Washington is missing is like, I don't know, a quarterback. Um, <laughs>
2: so,
0: yeah. That seems to be important um, these days. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know,
1: you know, a guy that can actually get the receiver the ball, you know. Um, but yeah, no. I'm still going with the Giants. I think they have the be- the best coach. I think they have the best potential. I think you have the best running back even coming off the injury. Um, and I think you have a guy that will grow into making better decisions with the football And Daniel Jones. Uh, His biggest
0: issue was fumbles. Honestly, it was weird. Just touch him and the ball falls down. <laughs> right. Uh, so it was something he got better at throughout the year. But, yeah, it's something he still. I mean, I, I don't know if he's 100% cured of that, but it's definitely something he's going to have to learn to not do. Uh, turning the ball over does not help us at all. And as long as he doesn't do that, he usually didn't hurt us. Aside from it, turning the ball over, which is something you should not do in football. <laughs>
1: yes, they frown upon that.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Um, but no, so my, my thoughts is definitely Giants this year. Um, I'm going to stick with that. And I, hope so. I, hope so. I don't ever waver, you know, because to me, it's always, I don't know, whenever the Giants look bad, it, it's never a, my, my gut reaction is never, oh, it's the Giants being the Giants again it's usually like injuries happen or, you know what I'm saying? Or guys not having the world's best offensive line, you know, stuff like that. Like, I don't ever just attribute it to, oh, you're the giant. So like losing is in your DNA. No, it's usually something that, that contributes to the giants losing. And it's usually, you know, the typical things, injuries, you don't have the best offensive line. Um, You know, you have a relatively young quarterback, you know, stuff like that. So. To me, I think this is the year they get over that. They win the NFC East. And yeah,
0: no excuses this year. I mean, Daniel Jones has all the fucking weapons in the world right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, because i tell you this. You will have people looking at Giants sideways, especially if the draft next year is not strong with quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, people will look sideways at New York for going, well, goddamn, Justin Fields was right there.
2: <laughs> you
1: made that decision right there. Um, again, I am not one of the people that think the Giants should even think about trading away or, or moving on from Daniel Jones. Um, you drafted him high as shit. And I can tell you right now, I do not believe Daniel Jones, like Daniel Jones is not Chris stops, to where if the Knicks didn't draft Chris stops, he would not have made it out of that top 10. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I
1: do not believe Daniel Jones would have been the next quarterback selected in that draft.
0: No, I don't think so either.
1: <laughs> he would have been around in the second round for Giants to circle back around and get him. Um, so the fact that you made that decision to draft him as high as you did, you stick with him at least till his contract is up, at mm-hmm. least. And then if you want to reevaluate,
2: sure. That's it.
0: Yeah.
1: But no, you don't draft a player that high and then go, eh, no, nah, not really. I'm done. That,
0: uh, yeah, Kettleman. That was his. That was his, I think it was his first pick with us. Uh, or second, I forget. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, that was a weird year anyway, because like we ended up, we had like three first round picks. um, And he was, and obviously Daniel Jones was the first. um, And we were at the whole year, we're like, man, because we wanted, I think, Chase Young, but obviously Washington was going to take Chase (laughs) Young. It was never going (laughs) to. Washington
1: is stupid. Not that stupid,
0: though. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and then there was like the the, the whole controversy do we take this dude? Uh, I can't remember. Washington drafted cause Washington had two picks too. <laughs> right,
1: they uh, they got a quarterback and he's no longer in the league. Uh,
0: <laughs> no, I think he is, but like he's not, It's not good. <laughs>
1: like, no, no, no. Remember, they they released him.
0: Yeah, they did, but I think I think Pittsburghs might picked him up or some shit.
1: Oh shoot. Okay. Okay. My my mistake. Okay. Um. But yeah, no, I, I think you guys definitely came out better on that end. Your your quarterback is a star. Yeah, It
0: worked, it worked out. I do not talk shit, but like that guy like got cut from. Literally got cut from Washington like two years later. Come on. What the right, fuck?
1: And let, let's bring some context to, to our audience, Joel. He got cut from a team who did not have a quarterback.
0: back yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <He's the first. sighs> like, he didn't get cut because they had like two good quarterbacks and just didn't have the room for him. He got cut from a roster, probably the only roster in the NFL last year that desperately needed just a quarterback. You right. know, not necessarily even a good one, just someone to hike the football. Uh, and he managed to mess that up oh yeah yeah, Giants Giants ended up good on that but like I said I am never a fan and especially because I've watched some Giants games with you the kid has the talent Um, turning over the football is something Baker Mayfield does all the time but you don't hear people talking about uh Brown should get rid of him um hell Cam turned the ball over like a like a, a fucking madman last year and he's still a starter for New England so I'm like, it it happens to the best of them, man. Shit, Ben Roethlisberger probably throws more interceptions than touchdowns himself. <laughs> um, so I'm like, it it happens to the best of them, man. So to me, it's all about how you correct it and how you move on, and that's what I'm interested to see from Daniel.
0: Yep. Me too.
1: But all right, let's move into uh, anything else you want to talk about from NFL or the draft.
0: No, I think we I think we covered everything.
1: All right, let's move into basketball. Our New York Knicks, who play in a, uh, less than an hour, took the victory. I mean, took the victory from uh, from the Rockets. And Clyde brought up a good point. That's usually the game that's a trap game for the Knicks. Every Knicks team since the 2000s, probably mid or early to mid 2000s and on, that would be a game the Knicks would come in highly favored and find a way to screw up. Um, but Julius Randle said, uh uh-uh. uh. I don't play those kinds of games. We was about to whoops these Rockets, uh, and we was going to whoops them good, and they did. Uh, that was definitely a game. You know what, Joel? I was a little disappointed in Julius Randle. I thought that would have been – remember Melo's game against the Hornets?
0: Maybe. I mean –
1: Where he dropped 61.
0: Wow. yeah, I remember that.
1: I thought, I thought this game in Houston would have been Julius Randle's 60-point game. They just couldn't guard him. They had, they had no answer for him. None. Um, I was just like, damn, Julius, that's that's how you really get them to to uh, stop ignoring you in this MVP conversation. Drop 60 on the team.
2: <laughs> um,
1: but obviously the team did not need him to do that. We uh, very handily blew out the Houston Rockets. I don't even think I think they scored only 97 points, so they didn't even drop a hundred. And I yeah. think we had like 120, like 124 or something like that. Yeah um very efficient game, very good game. And I do like that Derrick Rose is playing so well. He is making it almost impossible for Alfred Payton to be on the court in (laughs)
0: situations. Yeah, Uh, basically. I don't don't, need those minutes anymore. I mean, I'll forget spot minutes, even though he's a starter. (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, you're 100% right. And here's the
1: crazy thing, Joel Alec Burks has been cleared to play.
0: So he
1: gets in the rotation. That'll be even less minutes for Alfred Payton. And I'd (laughs)
0: <laughs> I love every bit of it
1: <laughs> I love every second of it but um, I, I want to pose it to you Joel, what are your thoughts on the win and what are your thoughts on this, this stretch, like do you feel really good heading into this this West Coast stretch
0: I do, I mean they seem to be on a roll regardless I mean they lost to the Suns but that didn't break them, obviously they, they came into Chicago and to fucking Houston and, and handled their business, They like, blew them both out <laughs>
2: like, um.
0: It's been an easy ride so far. I mean, who do we play tonight? Um, uh, Grizzlies. Yeah, they're going to be tough. I mean, that, that they started the win streak for us. You know, we, we were down, I think, 16 at one point against Memphis. And then we, as we came back and won that game, because um, they, they, they battle on the board. And like we're not even going to have Nero's a lot well tonight. So it's like we're going to have to bang, you know. And it's good. I think well, it's a good chance for Pell to get some minutes and – you know, show if he can actually bang and rebound. Obviously, he can block shots, but I just need to bang the board, you know. Taj will be in there doing his thing. He's definitely stepped it up. Um, So, uh, we just got to handle the, you know, we got to rebound against this team. We do, because the second change is going to kill us, and I don't want to lose because of fucking rebounding. Yeah, I mean, hell, we signed Pell
1: to a very nice contract. At some point, he has to earn it. Um, you know, cause I think we more so signed it off of potential, like what, what we thought he could be for us. Um, now it needs to be, we signed him because of what he has done for us. Um, so to me, this is, this is a night where he has to prove it. I don't think New Orleans will be out long. Um, so to me, it's just don't lose us the game. It's as simple as that, mm-hmm. you know, no added pressure on you. We, we're not asking you to come out and drop 50 a game. We're just asking you not to be the reason we lose games. And I don't, th- I don't think that's, that's unfair. You know, right. uh, don't be the reason we lose games. Um, but yeah, man, uh, I, I, I think the the Knicks can weather this storm. I, I really can. I i don't think me and you need to go through how many we think they can win. Um, I don't think we have the best results when we do that. Um, so we can just leave it at, excuse me. Um you know, just come out 500. That's all I can ask for. Just come out 500. That's yep. it. That's it. At this point, avoid the play-in game. That's it. That's all yeah. I can ask for the next. Just avoid it.
0: Locked in. The worst we can do is get a play-in game. <laughs>
1: right. Right. We we won't. We don't have to worry about missing the playoffs in, in its entirety. But right. being in a play-in situation. I don't think is conducive for the Knicks because that's more so like yeah. you, have to, you have to win two games, and it's it's the equivalent of like an NFL playoffs. You only have to lose one.
0: All right. You well, know. If you, if you look at the West Coast trip. Honestly, the, um, oh shit. Uh, I, um, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, look at this West Coast trip. Um, Memphis. Is one of those teams that we we have we should take care of. Um, we should worry about Denver. We should definitely worry about Phoenix and the Clippers. Um, I would say the Lakers, but they've been fucking up. But you never know. We got LeBron playing. You know, you know, it's not gonna be easy. Um, so yeah. So like you said, if we can split this trip, awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. To me, as long as we avoid, like I said, as long as we avoid the play-in game, that's all I ask for. That's it. No.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah. Uh, huge shouts out to Derrick Rose, who's been playing like MVP Derrick Rose for us uh, over this last stretch since he's come back from uh, from COVID.
0: Yeah, Excuse basically, me. he's doing everything but dunking at this point. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. And let me just say this, and this is why, and and I called it, uh, but it's not one of those like, oh, no one, ha- no one would have seen it coming. But I'm saying, I know Derrick Rose is going to retire, in Nick. I think Derrick Rose has three good years left in him, right? Mm-hmm um Derek Rose if we keep Derek Rose and obviously everything works out with Tibbs you know we don't screw anything up we keep Tibbs Derrick Rose will be how Obi Toppin becomes unlocked like how uh Tibbs and that staff unlocked Randall Derek Rose will unlock uh Obi Toppin and that puts us in a very good situation because if Obi Toppin can live up to the hype that uh, he had when he was drafted It gives us two scenarios One of them being we have a very good player That comes off the bench That would be part of our future right. going, you know Down the line Or it's a very desirable asset To trade If mm-hmm. he can live up to the hype So to me it's a win-win um, And it's why I'm like Derek Rose has to stay And I told you I, I, I know he will take a hometown discount for Tibbs So I don't think money will be our issue Uh, I think our biggest issue will be, excuse me, uh, making sure he he still has rotation. So, you know, if we do go after Alonzo, he's clearly our starter. He clearly would be playing in closing minutes. Um, So you would just be, you know, Rose said it today. He said the thing he loves about this team is whatever coach asks of him, you know, whatever coach needs, that's what he'll do. Um, So as long as he keeps that attitude, I think we'll be fine. But he he has something in him that is like the OB top and whisperer. I swear. It's like the OB top and whisperer. He is mm-hmm. starting to get that confidence going. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I want, I want to get OB in more crucial minutes of a game, like uh, early fourth quarter, you know, we have a lead. We have to maintain it. I want him on the court in those moments. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, clearly I'm not asking to sacrifice the game just to give OB top and some points, but, when you play him in crucial moments like that and he thrives, it's confidence. And that's the only thing he's lacking is confidence. So to me, it's like I think I, I really do think if Derrick Rose can unlock Obi Toppin, oh, man, having Dallas's pick, regardless of where it is, having our pick, regardless of where it is, plus desirable assets like it like a Obi Toppin. It just opens the door for so many different possibilities to add uh, really good talent to this team. Uh, yeah. next few years. So to me
0: Obi looked really good the last couple games, you know. He doesn't look as nervous anymore. He seems to be more confident. He's still he's obviously still learning and the game's still coming on, but he's he's looking better for sure.
1: And I'll say this Joel, well, I'll say this. I think you'll like this comparison. Oh at best, Obi Toppin can be what Blake Griffin has been over the last what five, six years. At <laughs> worst, Obi Toppin will be Aaron Gordon.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right?
1: That's not a bad comparison. Like, think of what Blake has become being able to shoot, uh, you know, expanding his game than just a highlight reel. And then right. think about where Aaron Gordon is, where he's still purely just a highlight reel. Um, But he's effective. You know, he's not, he's not trash. But he's nowhere near what people need. I'll I tell you this. He's nowhere near what Denver would need him to be um, to really affect change, uh, you know, in the outcome of games. So to me, if Obi Toppin can be somewhere in between that, Knicks, Knicks will be fine, whether they want to keep them or move them, they'll be fine. But he, right. excuse me. He has to be somewhere in between that.
0: Okay. Yeah, I agree. I, I just want him to succeed. It's better if both our rookies are doing well. And the fact that they're both in the rotation, uh, I mean, I, it speaks volumes considering we have two other guys that are on the bench who got drafted two years ago and then one, three years ago. <laughs> um, yeah. They can yep. get rotation, but these rookies can, so, so you need that, something.
1: It, it, but to be fair, and, and I always remind people this, Frank Nilakina under no circumstances is a bust, and the reason why he's not a bust is I think a lot of people keep forgetting why he was drafted. He was supposed to be the Derek Fisher of Phil Jackson's triangle. So he was drafted for a specific reason. He was never drafted as the guy that was going to come in here and, and and drop 15 a night for us with tennis. Like, he was never necessarily supposed to be that guy. He was supposed to be someone who could lead the triangle for Phil, right? So then Phil's gone, and then you bring in the new, you know, the, the new regime, and it's kind of like they don't really get what frank does well so we've just had constant years of people not understanding what frank does well and just let him stick to that so now you're in a predicament to where it's like of course he's out the rotation we have an influx of guards <laughs> so it's like why would tibbs play the unsure guy when you could play alec burks why mm-hmm. would he play frank when you can play quickly you could play rose hell to a degree you can you can play uh, alfred payton
0: so you have to, a playoff page. That that speaks volumes too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that does speak volumes, absolutely. So to me, uh. <laughs> I don't I don't ever view Frank as as a bust. Um again, I told you it doesn't look like Kevin Knox's future is bright in New York, but I told you I, I was really disappointed that Knox didn't really leap out on the screen more because I told you I could see him being the Luol all dang of this team. Like Frank uh, not Frank I'm sorry Kevin Knox being a 3 and D guy like Luol Deng was is not is not a Stretch it, it just isn't it really isn't I'm sorry it's not But obviously he's not showing Something in practice because he's not Getting the minute so You know Burks was mm-hmm. out for a while Those that that's a Time where you would expect Kevin Knox to be playing Meaningful minutes and he right. was So that lets you Know everything you need to know about how tips feels About the kid right so nothing we could do there, but I don't consider either one of those picks failures. I just I just believe it speaks to when you have a coach that comes in that did not draft these players. Like, and it's not like Frank no. and Kevin Knox are all stars because when you're an all-star, that's easy to fit in.
0: Yeah, look at it like this fans. too. Like they they were drafted by two different regimes, you know what I mean? Right. Like that that's how many regimes we've been through at this point. <laughs> um it sucks but it's true uh and you can't like frank was like you said it was drafted under phil and then phil gets fired literally not long after and um right. <laughs> and then we we draft knox and you see how that's turned out and then look you could and then there's definitely going to be people out there like yo we could have donovan mitchell and michael porter jr i'm like you're absolutely right we could have but we didn't all right so that's where we're at right now <laughs> but look yeah. we're doing well uh, and those picks are sitting on the bench right now. But it, it's not hurting us right now. You know what I mean? And uh, we do have to mention,
1: Joel, to everyone yeah. who says that, we do have to mention Donovan Mitchell was a very uh, very low pick. So that means 1 through 10 uh, decided they did not want Donovan Mitchell either. So yeah. it's not even – it's not what? like – like, Nick fans have to remember, drafting Donovan Mitchell isn't like – Steph Curry being drafted right before us, right? <laughs> to where it's like, oh damn, you should have done everything you could to move up to get that. Like, no, obviously the rest of the draft didn't expect Donovan Mitchell to be as good as he is, or they would have traded up to to get Donovan right. Mitchell or draft right. him earlier. So right. it's not a it's not a Knicks thing of like, oh, you guys are so stupid. Literally everybody else before right. the Knicks pick we said got no. yelled at you.
0: for for not drafting Dennis Jr. How did that would <laughs>
1: exactly and, and i tell you this uh I, I don't know wait the denver was denver's pick before or after um uh new york and what uh in, in the draft of uh when they drafted michael porter jr
0: it was after hey, he got was right was, he was like uh in the t- like late teens and maybe denver I mean, was in a, in a great position because they didn't they didn't need him you know and like the reason that he fell is because of injury. You know, he had like just come off a of back surgery or whatever,
2: right?
0: And, and at the time, we literally have fucking KP we're coming off a of fucking ACL surgery. Right. So to have like to have a like two young prospects with injuries um, didn't it probably didn't look good for us. So like we went with Knox instead. And look, yeah. it took Michael Porter didn't play his rookie year. You know, he, right. he sat out the whole year. He came back last year.
1: Yep. I was just speaking more so to, I'm sure, Denver looking back. They're fine with Michael Porter Jr., but Denver with Donovan Mitchell? Ooh. I'm pretty sure they also look back and go, fuck. <laughs> like, goddamn. Um, so, again, it's not a next thing. People need to, need to fall back off of that. Again, yeah. look, look at where we are now. We're winning. We're good. That's all we would have asked for. So just enjoy it, man. Goddamn, we don't have to look at the, the past all the time. Um. All right, let's move on. Let's go into um, Batwoman. Batwoman came back yesterday. Yep. Joel, first of all, let me just say this. Shout out to uh, Batwoman's Writer's Room uh, retweeting me at like 3 a.m. when I was giving uh, the actress who plays um, Alice, Alice. Uh, so much love. Uh, we were going back and forth about it. Um, she is legit my my favorite reason to watch this show. I, she's just, I don't know. It's just so effortless with her, but um, this episode, Joel reminded me, cause I, I forgot while it was on its short little break. Uh, mm-hmm. It reminded me why this, this season is very frustrating for me. Um, having, having Kate Kane be right there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Will always frustrate me Joel. <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm allowing myself to be very patient to see how it all plays out. Um, But every time I see her, I'm just like, oh, fuck, that's right. We do technically have two two characters that are supposed to be Batwoman. Um, And every time I'm just like, why did they fucking do this? But I want to ask you, are, are you liking the twist they're taking on Kate Kane's return?
0: Uh. I wasn't expecting it. So, yeah, I mean, it's different. I mean, the fact, I'm, I got to live with it now. I mean, we did, I'm already past the fact that the, she's actually in the show again. Uh, so, yeah, they better do something with her. You know what I mean? So, fuck it.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I keep reminding myself, like, they're going to find a way to make Batwoman's villains all women. Um. So when I saw it, I was just like, oh, I guess, you know, depending on how long this lasts, this is technically her version of, of, you know, Black Mask. Because remember, Black Mask has been around. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not new to Batwoman. He's probably been around since Batman. Um, so technically, this is her Black Mask. Yeah. Um,
0: sort of, yeah.
1: Right. Uh, a- a- again, it's, it's, it's a different take. It's not a take that I dislike. Like, if they brought in anyone else to be <laughs> Sionis' daughter, I would go, okay, yeah, sure. Who cares, you know? Um, right. But the fact that they're brainwashing Kate to being his daughter is just, it seems like you're creating a reason for Kate to be there.
0: Yeah. Like, what's the purpose of this? <laughs> right.
1: Like, that, that's what I think bothers me so much. It's like you're creating a narrative for her to be there when it's like, you guys must have forgot this was Kate Kane show. Like, you could have just recasted Kate Kane and we wouldn't be in the situation we're in now. Right. Um, so to me, it's just it's frustrating to see that. But again, I will never say that I I do not enjoy the this season. I don't think it's a bad season. I have nothing negative to say about the season. It's just frustrating. It'd be like if excuse me, if Bruce Wayne, if Kate Kane, if Kate Kane was always there and Bruce Wayne came in, but like they brainwashed him. So, like, we don't have Batman because he's being brainwashed. It's like, why would you bring him in here? Like, you could have just not brought him in. (laughs) You're trying too hard at this point. So that's how I view it. But again, I will never say anything negative about it because um, I'm starting to be on this this momentum of, I want people to watch these superhero things because it's how we get more. So it doesn't need me to add any negativity for someone who's already maybe on the fence about it to go, nah, I won't watch it at all. It's like, no, you should watch it, you know, and if you don't like it and choose not to watch it, sure.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: but at least give it that opportunity to make that decision on your own.
0: Yeah, I um, never someone doesn't watch something. You never what? I never want to be the reason that someone doesn't watch something.
2: Right.
1: Especially in what we do, because it's and it's why when I did the um, Mortal Kombat review with, with Pete on his page, and everyone was so critical about it. I'm like, guys, we want more of these. You got it. Like, I get it. You can, I get it. You didn't like it. I get it. And I'm with you. It had its flaws,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: we gotta remember it's from the same studio that overreacts. We we gotta tone it down a little bit. Find some good things to say, um, you know, because you don't want them to pan and go, well, we won't do another Mortal Kombat. It's like, no, you should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. Like, do better. Just do better now.
0: I know, like I want more Mortal Kombat. Like I know right. some people the movie um, but that, that doesn't mean the sequel's going to be bad. It could probably be better, you know. And
1: Joel, r- remember, we we desperately want Assassin's Creed done right. And mm-hmm. it kind of sets a sour note if some of these live action uh, products start to sour um and you don't want that you don't want you don't want other projects to go "Eh, maybe we don't we don't green light this because Mortal Kombat didn't do well like no 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 No, you know do Street Fighter do Tekken like you know don't don't let this discourage you guys like keep keep giving us this stuff some of us really do enjoy it for what it is um but yeah so to go back to Batwoman yes like you said you don't ever want to necessarily be the reason someone you know even if something's just atrocious it's the idea of like people worked really hard to put this together you know at least give give them the opportunity to try to sway somebody um you know by enjoying the movie theater experience themselves but when you rob them of it you're not only robbing the person of an experience of their own you're you're kind of robbing the the movie makers to where it's like no you know you didn't get your 15 dollars because i decided to completely trash your movie no need, you know, let people see it on their own. And if they like it, great. If they don't, great. Um, but yes, uh, long story less long, I do suggest uh, everyone go out and if you have not started this season of Batwoman, start it. Um, for all intents and purposes, it is good. If if Kate Kane was not in this show, I would have nothing bad to say at all. Um, so that lets you know how enjoyable this season is. That it's this one thing that stresses me out um but outside of that joe you have anything
0: else to add about this episode no i mean i enjoyed the episode for the most part um it was um it did it, cw at the end of the day it's still <laughs> the cw show but um i don't hate them I, I just i take them and like i watched legends uh too um and it was legends <laughs> it's a new new thing where i learned uh, but it's very much the same show um I think Black Lightning's been a pretty good show this season. Um, if I if, if I was ranking them right now, I'd say Black Lightning's probably been the best of the most of the CW shows um, so far. Okay. Uh, and then I would say maybe Flash. Even though I feel like I've, I haven't watched anything of Flash. <laughs> uh, well, super, maybe Superman would probably be the best. And then uh, then the Superman and Lois, and then Black Lightning, uh, and then after, everything else. You know, Flash is right there, and then. Supergirl's last, because I just can't stand some of the things going on in that show at this point. Um, even <laughs> though the la- I did like the last episode, and it was weird, because it had no Supergirl in it at all. Um, but yeah, that show has like so many people helping her, and she's a fucking... Su- she's Supergirl. Why does she need a bigger team than The Flash? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand. Like The two most annoying characters on the show are like her sister and Lena. I'm like, if they took them out, the show would be way more enjoyable, <laughs> Honestly. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and you know what You know what always bothered me? I like, because I, I told you, CW has a way of always doing, it, and there's nothing wrong with it. This. this is not me mansplaining or complaining. But they always make sure they do a version. Like, if it's a female show, they do a female version of their antagonist, right? right. So I'm like, all right, when they brought in Lena, I'm like, all right, clearly she's going to be Supergirl's Lex. And then they brought in Lex, and I was just like, yeah. I don't think you need both. Like,
2: <laughs> like you don't. You
1: just don't need both. It's like, it, it's, uh, it'd be like if Supergirl was a show that had her and Superman. You're telling me whatever's happening in National City needs two super beings, not just one, two? No, you don't need both. It's just, it's well, too much.
0: Well, she's in the world right now it's her and then Jean, and then McGon's there and then, you have Dreamer and Brainy and her sister became a fucking superhero and they want to meet fucking Jimmy's sister superhero. I'm like, fuck bro. off, that's bro, it. You don't need everybody being a superhero. Bro,
1: unless Side is the main villain for this season, you do not need all those people.
0: It is annoying. It, it just
1: takes away from what is supposed to be if you have all this help.
0: For real. I don't make any kind of sense. But you know what? I'm just embracing it. It's almost over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm like, goddamn, at this point, just call her Kara girl. Don't call her Supergirl. She's not so yeah. damn super. She needs all this help.
0: <laughs> A lot of this happened during her pregnancy, so that's why she's not as prominent in the, in the show right now. She's okay. stuck in the she's stuck in the Phantom Zone currently. <laughs> um, but um, she's not even prominent in. Yeah, yeah, that's why it's been the way it is. But again, like I enjoyed the last episode, so we'll see how it goes.
1: Yeah, I think my biggest issue with Flash is I'm still not clear if we're in. The new season, or if it's still finishing from last season?
0: I think I think we're finally in the new season. It's just it's taking its sweet time.
1: I, I was just about to say because I still have no idea what the main concept of this season is. Like I,
0: the forces, there's like the, there's more than just the speed force. You have the strength force, you have the whatever force. There's four new forces and and they're representatives. So it's just a matter of them showing them to us. And like and then they went on a weird break and it threw me off.
1: Like, what, you know, what? sometimes Joel. I know in the profession we're in it doesn't happen, but sometimes it's okay to say that you don't have any new ideas.
0: Well, okay that, that. That's from the comics.
1: No, 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 no. And and if I read this, I would probably think it's as annoying if it took this long to get to the point. Um, but again, watch the flash <laughs> and mm-hmm. form your own opinion.
0: Yeah. Um, watch. I'm waiting for them gold boots. This every episode, I'm like, all right, but we'll, we'll gold boots time. <laughs> you,
1: know, you know, it's you know, it's crazy. I just keep waiting for a fucking speedster. So, so like you're waiting for the boots. I'm waiting for a physical villain. Um, so that's what that's all I'm waiting for. That's usually what always catches me with the Flash. The stories are usually hit or miss for me, but that the villains usually are are amazing. Um, they cast well. You know the the. The the special effects are really good, so that's what usually catches me. Um, so that's what I'm waiting for. And we got to tease a teaser, Reverse Flash, and then nothing else. And I'm just like, I'll wait, but like, can I get some kind of inclination that you're building back up to it? Like
0: something. Like, you're definitely getting Godspeed at some point. It's just I'm not sure when.
1: Yeah, it's, shit. At this point, it might be the last episode. Goddamn.
0: Uh, uh, well, uh, oh, we're getting Impulse too. So it's just the speeds are just coming.
1: Right. Right. I'm just, again, that's what I'm waiting for. So I'm being very, very patient. And apparently the episode tomorrow is about Killer Frost's trial. So oh, cool. that, that, again, will be an episode with no gold boots or speedsters. So, yeah.
0: About a character uh, that should be a villain. Yes, I know.
1: <laughs> there you go. Uh, and You know you know what bothers me the most, Joel, is every time they're like, oh, hey, you're Killer Frost. No, it's just Frost. It's like, oh, no, it's not. <laughs> you're Killer Frost. Kill yeah. some people. Yeah, um, I have to make uh, you a
0: good stick around. I'm like, well, well, but why is it? Damn it!
1: <laughs> but see, that's what bothers me also. Like CW, and we're gonna move on. CW loves to just repeat itself. So like when Katie and Killer Frost split, you don't need both. <laughs> you do, especially if they're both good guys. I'm sorry. Make an episode where you take everything in Katie's head and you put it in Killer Frost's head, so she's just as smart. And then Katie moves to Alaska to live out the rest of her life.
0: You just right. don't
1: need both. It's redundant.
0: You really don't. That made it even worse. So I'm not, I'm not I'm very curious how they're going to tie that up. One of them's got right. to go. <laughs>
1: I'm like, Joelle, I don't know who in that writer's room said, you know, it'd be really good is if we split them. What? Why? Yeah.
0: Even them like having a split personality was annoying. I, I, I didn't. Now now they're actually two different people. I'm like, oh, Lord. like, uh <laughs>
1: Some days, Joel, I just wish they would let me and you just walk in a writer's room and just go, no, throw all that away.
0: Really? All, want
2: it,
1: all of it.
0: <laughs> like, why do you think this is a good idea? Like I, I just what?
1: <laughs> Wait, I'm only laughing at you because anyone anyone listening to this show that might be listening for the first time, how you hear Joel is how he actually is. He is a genuinely nice person, unlike me, who is very much an asshole. So when Joel speaks, that's exactly how he would approach it. He would very nicely say, why do you think this is a good idea, sir? Like, why? Why would you do this? <laughs> like, so calm, not angry, just like, why? Why? Um, but yeah, no, if we were in that writer's room, Joel, CW would be unstoppable right now. Um, but anyway.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wonder what the criteria is for them. I just don't understand... You just pull shit out of your ass and we'll, we'll come on, guys. Pretty
1: much. I really do think, Joel, the treatment for all these shows is hey, look inside a comic book, take an arc, but don't follow the arc. Yeah. You follow the
0: look of the arc. Take and peace. Pull- mind and, cl- and put it into this world. <laughs> <laughs> right. We have twenty episodes, so stretch it out.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, it, it's the same, it's the same thing, Joel. We felt when someone in a writer's room went, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna do a Titan show," and it's, "Oh, okay, that sounds great. All right, who's your cast members?" Oh, well, we're, you know, we're gonna have Robin, you know, Beast, you know, Raven, you know, Starfire, and like, so, "Okay, Cyborg, nah. What do you mean? Nah? Yeah, yeah no, nah. we're gonna go
0: hawk nah. Yeah, yeah, nah. we don't, we don't, yeah. Nah, nah. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? <laughs> we're gonna go hawk, and Dove. hawk and Dove. <laughs> and Dove. We're gonna go Hawk and Dove. Hawk and Dove. <laughs> like, Jason, Todd, Jason Todd's gonna show up Robin, but you already have a Robin, yeah. We're gonna have both, Robins.
1: yeah. We're gonna have two Robins. This is gonna be, there's gonna be a Robin who we barely see him set up, Robin. set up right, yeah. but he's just gonna immediately then want to be Nightwing. And it's like, wait, I'm, yeah, I'm what? like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing here? I don't, I don't, I don't get you. I don't, understand he's, re-
0: he's rebelling, he's rebelling, he's older now.
1: <laughs> yeah, you won't see any of the past of him that leads up to the character arc of him wanting to be out on his own. But you know, yeah. you guys will just get it. Yeah. You, know, you, you,
0: you won't see, see you won't see Bruce at all. Right. Shadows.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's like, well, what do you guys want to do about cyber? Oh, he's gonna join Doom Patrol. What? Yeah,
0: that really annoyed the shit out of me. It's like what we couldn't mean, get him in there for Titans, but we know where we could put him? Doom Patrol. What? And the even funnier thing is Joelle. That's where that's Beast Boy's
1: old team. So it's it's you. That's how he's introduced. Right. It's you acknowledging the accuracy of the Doom Patrol and then going, you know what? Do the opposite. I don't think (laughs) belongs here. It's like, you don't think he belongs where he's always been? I don't get that. I just don't Uh, get it. it.
0: Um, He'd be anywhere but where he he originally was. I don't get it.
1: Yeah. I hate that. Uh, I, I,
0: I do too i just again like i sit there and i look at them and i'm like why yeah blame <laughs> like, this to me
1: because it, it's just to the point joelle to where it's like and i know people hear us and they're like oh why is it such a big deal I, I just said this today uh and and then i promise we're gonna move on to marvel so we can get out of here so we can enjoy the next game um, I said this to someone today. Someone said this to me, and I think this irks my soul more than anything. It's why I always say sometimes the Saturday shows that we did stress me. Someone said Andrew Garfield was their favorite Spider-Man. And my response to him was, well, and, and I, I said, I, I thought, how would Joelle ask this? So I asked it how you would. Right. So I asked him, I said, I don't mean any disrespect. I'm just trying to gauge where your brain's at did you read Spider-Man comics when you were growing up? And he said, yeah. And I said, well, you won't find any, any Peter Parker, anything like Andrew Garfield. And it's not a knock on Andrew. It's how he was written. Not a problem. But I said, the accuracy is Tom's Spider-Man. And then here's where he really upset me. He said, no, no, no. Andrew Garfield's based off the ultimate Spider-Man. I said,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: no, he's not. <laughs> no he's not no he
0: is not definitely not um, um I, I thought andrew looked the most accurate at the time uh of, of what i imagined spider-man to look like i really did because i i always imagine that uh spider-man is like wiry and long like was he a skateboarder no that's that was different uh, not that i cared you know whatever but yeah, like
1: um, i said it, it's not a knock on the character it's just and then what he said that that bothered me the point i was getting to he goes well i don't really care about accuracy like i I care about the
0: acting and i'm like yeah he did uh a good job i mean i loved andrew look he was my he's my second favorite spider-man but i look i wanted him to come back i didn't want to lose him i loved andrew garfield spider-man but
1: i'm with you but remember we are speaking as people of that's all we had so it wasn't like there were other options that's all we had Right. Um, so to me, I get it. And look, I get it that he loves Andrew Garfield. I'm not here to to sway him otherwise. Right. I don't like when people tell me in comic book translated movies or shows, they don't care about accuracy. It's like, it's, it's a spit in the face to comic books. They're based off of something. It would be like, if I'm making a movie, Joelle, about Biggie Smalls, right? But I decide that in my movie, Biggie's a banker,
2: uh, mm-hmm. he's a loving
1: mm-hmm. father. Like, what? Why would you change that?
2: Well, you know, I didn't really perfect. need the
1: accuracy of him being a rapper. I wanted to do something new and refreshing. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> like seriously, why? I don't. There's,
0: there's limits. Uh, you can you can change things and, and um, update them and or, or whatever but you got to keep the core, of the, in my opinion, the core of the character, you know, you want to get as close visually to the, the look because it's a comic book. So you're looking at the, you know, what the character looks like, you know what I mean? So there's a certain look that you want to catch capture. So visually, I think it's important to be accurate uh, in terms of personality. It's important because this character, you read these characters, you know how they act, you know, they think because there's thought bubbles and the way they interact with people and it's very important to be that girl why even do it like what are you doing it for just create a new character that's
1: that's my point and that's why i say even my stories Joel. like if you like clearly when marvel did civil war my expectations weren't high because clearly they couldn't adapt the comic but they did as best as they could and to me i appreciated that because you very god i'm sorry
0: they conformed it into their universe you know
1: right right but we know the MCU, they very much could have made that their own story. They could have went way left with that and made it its own thing. But they mm-hmm. didn't. They tried to stick to as, as, as close to the Civil War comic as they legally could. So, but that's what I'm saying. Accuracy just, it, it does matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you didn't read the comics, I get you saying you don't care.
2: Yeah, because you but, don't know.
1: Right, but it not mattering? You if you didn't read the comics, I don't think you could say that <laughs> because it's like, well, what are you basing that opinion off of? You didn't read where it came from. So it's like to me, it's very important. And, and I know when people hear me talk about it, it's like, who cares, Juwan? It's like, bro, I do. I spent days, months, years reading these books. I would like to know that it amounts to something. Huh. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's all I'm saying. I don't need it to be spot on page for page.
0: No. But if the story arc is about forward to being updated, honestly. I look forward to seeing a live action interpretation of these things and ground it maybe more in more reality and have the comic on um, the costumes look more realistic or whatever. I look forward to that. But it's called adaptation. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't want to ignore key parts of the story or key elements of the character. You know
1: what I mean? Right.
0: And that's I- recognize what you're looking at.
1: Right, and that's all I'm speaking to, Joel. That's, like, if you do Death in the Family and you decide you want to use Tim Drake and not Jason Todd, that is a problem. That's a problem. That's not
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I wouldn't just go, well, you know, who really, like, for example, in the conversation, it was said a lot how um, they hope we get a Robin in Matt Reeves' Batman, but they don't care what Robin it is. And I said, mm. that's backwards thinking you no. never really had an accurate dick grayson why would you skip him <laughs> he's especially because he's the most prominent robin why would you skip him yeah why would you go right over him and go to tim drake immediately how does that make sense
0: yeah no that would bother me though. so What's that's
1: it? what i'm but see that's because me and you care about the accuracy of these stories there are people out there joel that are like eh, whatever they give me and it's like I,
0: I know but that that's their opinion and you know they're, they're, I I don't agree. You know,
1: <laughs> Joel so nicely is trying to say no. They're they're fucking stupid. They're idiots. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's, uh, that's you know, it's not, not a thing. It's not gonna happen. It's like if here's the thing. Like I'm not worried about that because I do believe they're, they're they're smart enough to know what the right decision is in certain aspects. You know, sometimes they'll, they'll f- up, <laughs> but. Like for Rob, if they're gonna bring in Robin, I do believe it'll be Dick Grayson, you know, and, and that's how it should be. that's how it should start, at least.
1: Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If people if people want to work their way up to Jason Todd and Tim Drake and, and Damien, that's fine. But you gotta cause to me, if you're Warner Brothers, here's why Dick Grayson is is very important to start off with. Because if you start them off at 15, 16, again, I don't need him 10 years old. You start them off 15, 16, 17, 18, or around there probably around fifteen, sixteen. Mm-hmm. Once you age him into Nightwing, you have a whole new story you can go into of Teen Titans now and building that world and exploring that world. And then you can always bring Dick Grayson back. But to me, it's the development of what Dick Grayson means. Like, yes, could you do a Damian Wayne? Yes, but Damian Wayne's best stories is as Batman's Robin. There's mm-hmm. really not much of... Damien outside of just being Robin
0: so like, yeah, right. he's, no I'm just saying that Damien has just been prominently been Robin yeah
1: right right so I'm like you know even Tim Drake he's more prominent being Robin so I'm like yep. Dick Grayson's really the only one I mean Jason Todd to a degree because he did join his own little team with Starfire and um, uh, oh, shit the other Archer Green Arrows uh, Roy Harper okay um yeah. so i'm like yes you can do that and that would be really cool as like, yeah. a- a-
0: no, like i didn't like that album. i like the one with um artemis and bizarro
1: <laughs> oh yeah no okay so which, which, whichever one you want to go with i'm saying those two characters are really the only ones you can really truly flesh out and world build with so yeah. why would you skip them
0: well you're gonna have to i mean yeah you could but you don't really need to do that either i mean if you no, just want agree. that family with like there's a Nightwing has his own section in, in Bloodhaven, and yep. Jason dies. And there's their, you know, Batgirl, you know, gets paralyzed at some point, you know. So there's a lot you can do with just those three characters as, you know, associates of the Batman. Yep. Uh, of course, you can bring in Tim Drake uh, if you want. And then, of course, you can bring in... What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas?
1: These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the
0: leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. And Damien, even farther down the line. You know what I mean? Yep. But, you know, you got you to gotta build that if you really want to. Obviously, that means you're going to have to juice, introduce the, the League of Shadows or the League of Assassins or whatever which that.
1: I, think would, I think would work perfectly in Matt Rude's world. But last thing I want to ask you before we get out of D.C. or yeah, we get out of D.C. and move on to Marvel. Um, Would you have ever been interested in seeing um, Sophia Lillis as uh, Ben Affleck's uh, Carrie Kelly?
0: I have no interest in seeing Carrie Kelly, to be honest.
1: <laughs> no, no problem. No problem at all. I, I, You know how much I like Carrie Kelly. So I was just curious. I was just curious. Would you have ever been
0: uh, yeah, I, I have no interest in and in, and a Robin that was not one of the main Robins. Fair,
1: fair. Well, that's just that's
0: just me.
1: No, I the only here's the thing. Carrie Kelly is not a character I would put with any Bruce Wayne. Carrie Kelly is only a character I would have put with that specific Bruce Wayne. So I get you. It's not a character I would just go. You know what? This movie needs more women, so I'm gonna just throw Carrie Kelly. No. I wouldn't do that. I'd probably put spoiler in there before I put Carrie Kelly in there. But Ben's Batman because we know what comic that's based off of specifically is the one that would have been built especially because they killed the only other goddamn Robin. Um, so I, I just, I in my mind she only fits there. So that's why I specifically asked for that. But I wouldn't just put her with, with any Batman, no. No,
0: so I, I agree with you on that. You bring up spoiler right Mm -hmm. and it looks like we're gonna actually get clue master and batwoman
2: Mm
0: -hmm. and that's her father yep so as i've mentioned in the past spoiler might end up being like a robin type to batwoman i still, still think that's a thing
1: i completely agree with you my question at that point would only be who the fuck would be our batwoman at the point of you giving her a robin
0: I think it's will it will remain Ryan, you know. At that point, I'm not sure what's going to happen with Kate at the moment. So I, I do believe they're not going to get rid of Ryan, so it's just a matter of what they're going to do with Kate, in my opinion. Well,
1: I, I I will tell you this: when that little girl, uh, oh, the cop's sister, um, when she got introduced, I did think they were building up to that, um, her being like the protege of some of some sorts. Uh, but then quickly you stopped seeing, her and it was just like, oh well, I was wrong there. Okay. All
2: right. <laughs>
1: Uh, (laughs) speaking of moving on let's get into Marvel drops some gems today I was telling Pete most of what they dropped me and you had already known as far as
0: before Uh, we move on wait before we go to Marvel are we gonna go over any other DC news or will will we go back
1: yes no 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 let's 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 stick in it while we're in it Uh, Green Lantern
0: yes Uh, uh, Joel we got ourselves a Guy Gardner we got a fucking Guy Gardner and it's Finn Whitrock I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I know him primarily from uh, American Horror Story. Um, primarily. <laughs> um, but I mean, look, uh, I, I didn't know. How, I mean, when I saw it, I was I'm just excited to get a Green Lantern again. <laughs> uh, but Guy Gardner, uh, we already knew he was going to play a prominent role in, in the TV series. Obviously, uh, the Guy Gardner will be take at least this version of Guy Gardner will be uh, the main Green Lantern through the, in, during the 80s with a partner who will be i believe half human and half alien i forget her name though it'll be a woman um and guy will again it'll it'll be played by fenwick rock who i mean from my experience the man has the body has definitely can pull off the personality it's just that and my like i told we were like conversating about um like when he got casted um I'm just worried that they, they won't give him the red hair, and I, they uh, to me that's important for for a guy to have red hair. That's very, I mean, it's part of his like what stands out about him. That and the, you know, the green vest. Yeah, I, I'm completely
1: I'm completely with you, and it's something that to me cannot be debated. It's non debatable. Give it to him, you know. However, you have to give it to him. Give it to him. Like what? Because to me, I always tell you, there's no logical reason as to why you don't. Right. So just give it to him. So, but uh, I'm not that familiar with the actor. Um, but to be fair, to be completely honest with you, Joel, it's a show about characters that aren't Hal or John. I don't, like, I'm more curious to see how this will involve the movie that I assume at some point before I die will get made. Um, but outside of that, I'm, i I have no expectations, no nothing for that. Like, I don't really care about this show. Um, I'm never a fan of you starting any, regardless of why you're doing it. I'm not a fan of you starting out of order. Give me Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart first. Just why? I don't understand why they're like, well, let's test the waters and do a show first. Bro, if people aren't going to like Green Lantern, how how you give it to them won't matter. (laughs) They just won't like it. So it's like, just do the movie, do it in the right way. Because I always say, if you do it the right way, the true fans will be what leads everybody else. But when you do shit out of order, we're kind of just sitting here like, remember when me and you were talking about the the mixing up of Batmans, right? And what was going on with DC? How people from both of our lives would ask us, like, oh, do you know what's going on? And we hated that we didn't have an answer. We didn't, I don't know. I have no idea what's going on, so to me, it's more so just like just do things the right way, and good things
2: will come mm-hmm. from
1: it. But at some point, they just have to stop being scared about Green Lantern. They just have to. I agree. So that's how I view it. So I, I, I'm, I'm indifferent about the casting. I'm with you. the The jacket or vest, whatever you want to call it, and the the orange hair has to be there as long as it is.
0: Mm-hmm. I have no complaints from me. Yeah, you know? I- well, like I've had this conversation with you and I've mentioned it here before, like when a character have a, a, a mask, to me, it's important to try to keep visually what they look like, you know? And usually hair color is, is with that. It's important for like those type of characters, uh, especially ones like, like a redhead or blonde, the word, there aren't many <laughs> live action to, to begin with. You know what I mean? Especially in the DC world, like they usually don't really care. Um, unless uh, if they have a mask like I said like we never why, we've never seen a Barry that, that has blonde hair in live action not one yeah. and we've had Barry's already and, and like one two three three <laughs> none of them are blonde um, it, it, that's, it, even bothered, it, a
1: it even huh? bothered us with with Batman because it's like all right yeah. you're giving us a Batman mm-hmm. that never suits up so all we see of him is as Bruce Wayne why would you change his hair
0: color <laughs>
1: like, why did you make him blonde why did you why
0: yeah i I, I, like I i've mentioned this too uh i've never been a fan of bruce as a blonde you know uh and it's weird seeing yeah like when ian glenn got cast i was like i hope it's dark in his hair but i mean he's so old at this point <laughs> like i guess it doesn't matter <laughs> uh uh and not that the the shit like i'm not, not nothing against him i'm just saying he is they like, he's an older Bruce Wayne, so it's not a big, big deal, uh, and he's never really around enough for me to really give a shit, but, and right. I think he does a good job, you know, he acts well, but, you know, just look visually, it's just different.
1: Yeah, and to me, it's like like you said, if, you, if you're not in a mask, or you don't have anything covering your face, and the only thing recognizable is your comic accuracy, um, try to be a little bit more accurate, like, Again, I say this all the time. It's what Marvel has uh, prided themselves off of. And I will forever hate it. I don't ever like you conforming to mainstream. Like, I kind of feel like when they do something like change a look, they do it because I, I, to me, I kind of feel like they think there's not enough of us. So who cares? Like, not enough people from the the actual fandom will will go out and support this. It's only mainstream people. And they could care less. And it's like, no, dawg. We are the ones going to go see it, and we very much care. Um, so please stop changing things for a mainstream that could care less. Um, so yeah, that that that's very much bothersome, very 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 much. Um, but all right, what else? we we got any more DC news? That was it, right?
0: Uh shit, uh, I think that was the other big one. What, was, what uh, yeah? Um, I believe that was yeah, the Green Lantern casting was, the, uh, and of course um Stargirl picked um, yes. up for season 3 um, that was the other at big for me because um, season 1 was um, awesome and season 2 I'm, I can't wait to see and then the fact that it really got picked up for a season 3 makes me excited for season 2
1: <laughs> 100% and it sounds like um, it sounds like from what I'm hearing we could possibly be getting um, season uh, season 2 in August uh,
0: uh, yeah probably yeah 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 august i think 10th or whatever it was
1: yep yep so uh that excites me very 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 much and i cannot wait to see it uh congrats to them and
0: kung fu i don't watch kung fu i saw the um, first did you oh. enjoy it it was okay uh i like i like where it might go and i but i just haven't kept up with it. But the first episode was okay um but i did like more or less where it like, I like i'm interested in seeing where it might go so i might i might give it a chance but as of right now i haven't kept up with
1: it. yeah i um my love for the shang chi trailer uh made me really interested in like martial arts and and everything like that so the okay. that concept makes me want to watch it um but i have so much stuff i'm trying to watch um as as is so it's it's, it's just hard to get into something that i don't have an immediate interest in uh, yeah. because i think it's unfair because you don't ever want to get into something Stop three episodes in and then it's like, oh, damn, now I got to go back and what? like if you're not going to be consistent with it, just, you know, just wait, you know, wait until it really gauges your interest and then you can you can binge watch it. Um, that's why I always tell people when you suggest a show to me, suggest it when the season's over where I can go binge watch it, because if it's week to week, I now have to remember when the shit comes on and I- I'll miss like four episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so but yeah, so, you know, again, Uh, What I'll do is I'll follow you. I'll follow your footsteps. You'll get through however many episodes you'll get through. And if you like it, we usually have the same taste in shows. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you suggest it, I'll give it a watch. All right. All right. Um, All right. So let's get into Marvel. Marvel made a big splash today, Mm -hmm. uh, giving us some title names, giving us some dates, some we knew, some we didn't, some were Mm -hmm. confirmed um i will say the only one that bothered me Mm -hmm. joelle was the marvels why because it's like we know how much criticism she got for the first movie right like we don't we don't agree with it me and you don't agree with it but we do know mm -hmm. free larson i'm referring to right um so we knew that she was obviously going to be with monica and um Oh, shit. Why did I just completely blank on her name? Uh,
0: uh, no,
1: Kamala. We knew she would be with those two, right? But now this is making it seem like this is more so like a civil war to where it's like it's clearly supposed to be Cap story, but this is very much a team-up. Um, And I kind of just... I, I kind of thought this would be a Captain Marvel movie where mm-hmm. it has elements of Monica and Kamala, but this is now making it seem like the whole movie is of Monica Kamala in um, in Danvers. Um, so when it said that, I was just like, ah, I was kind of really hoping we could get better writing for the sequel, and then just focus on on uh, Breeze uh, Captain Marvel to kind of went over those people that were just really excessive from the first one. Um, but this is very much—it sounds like I'm not saying it is because clearly I know nothing about this movie yet. Um, but just from what it sounds like, it sounds very much like Captain America 3, uh, where you went into it going as this Caps movie and then you watch it and you're like, this is just yeah. an Avengers movie. Right. <laughs> um, so that's that's what bothers me. I'm not saying again, I do think they could have been a little bit more. Cre- I think how they wrote the name
0: was more creative than the actual name well um I, I i got i blinked the first time i heard it. i'm like marvels i'm the first thing i I saw when i saw the big game with like, mutants oh no no, no marvel Folks <laughs> i
2: almost
0: oh, oh <laughs> freaked out but um yeah i saw marvels and i'm like okay i see what they did that's creative because they all i mean it, they've all they're a marvel they're all marvels i mean yeah. even monica was captain marvel at one point now, i don't know they're playing that in movie um, because I, I I expect it to become photon or spectrum or whatever, but um I don't know I I, I like that they're gonna basically share the movie together. We'll have Ms. Marvel, Captain Marvel, and, and photon, and and I really I look forward to that. And I really and like yes, it seems like they're just like getting like trying to. It might seem like they're staying away from Captain Marvel, uh, like like Brie Larson, but I think this is a natural evolution in, in the story, so it's not too far fetched, you know.
1: Not, not a problem. And that's why I'm not no. here all, you know, uh, what's Yeah, I'm not all angry or whatnot. It just, it when I heard it, and everyone was just, like, oh my God, I'm just sitting here and I'm like, yes, you know how much I love Kamala Khan. So the more I can see of her, the better. Great. Um, I, I did love um, Monica Rambo from WandaVision. Great. But I really just, like, I, I think a lot of people forget Joelle. Brie Larson got this role coming off of an Oscar. And Mm -hmm. it's like the first movie did not do a good enough job showcasing how well she could act. So I'm like, I was really hoping that this was a movie that had elements of the other two characters, but it was very much her movie.
0: Um, But it will be like, I think she's still main. Right.
1: Like ultimately Captain America was still a Steve Rogers story. Very much. I I agree with what you're saying. You're, You're absolutely right. But it does kind of remind me a little bit of how Zach kind of treated Gal Gadot and BVS to where it was just like, we're going to put as much in here to kind of support this, um, you know, for people who just aren't sold on it. And I, I'm very much sold on Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. And I just hope in this movie we get a lot of, uh, you know, a singular story that we can see kind of expand of her while expanding the world of Captain Marvel so that's all I'm asking for but again this isn't me getting all dramatic and oh my god it's going to be the worst thing ever it's just it caught me off guard and once I kind of let it settle in I didn't I didn't get excited about it Mm -hmm. um it was just like I thought the way they designed the name uh Marvel's was very was very 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 creative but the concept of calling it that um will still be something that you know just me having to, you know, sit with, um, we got, uh, Wakanda forever. Yeah. Black Panther movie.
0: I love that title.
1: I'm completely okay with it. Uh, clearly we knew that this was a, um, this was a detour probably from what they were actually going to do. Uh, had Tadwick still, still been alive. God rest his soul right so whatever they called it i would have been fine with because i consider it to be a placeholder so they actually figure out what they want to do uh you, you know i'm very much still you have to you have to recast T'Challa. um it, it, it a character cannot uh die with the actor it just can't it, it's a legacy character in my opinion um so to me you know it's like when and that's what I think bothers me a little bit, Joel, because it's like a lot of people are supporting the idea of like, no, no, you don't recast them. You just retire the character. And I'm like,
0: yeah, I don't like I think, that.
1: I think people forget when Heath Ledger passed, no one, no one said, oh, we should probably never do the Joker again. No one <laughs> said that. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't understand why it's any different here. Um, you know, it's not like Heath Ledger was a shitty person. So you can say, well, it's because Chadwick was such an amazing guy they were both great men uh, that passed well before they should have. So to me, it's like you continue the, the way you continue the legacy is to continue the character. You just have to do it justice. Um, so to me, I very much want to see T'Challa in the near future. I don't want a replacement Black Panther that they use for the remainder of the MCU run. I want another T'Challa.
0: I, I, um, I 100% agree. It's just not going to happen, <laughs> but um that seems to be you know what they're not going to do they they said they're not going to recast him we got to live with it i don't like it i mean like i 100% agree with you i don't believe a character should die with the actor especially such a young character um they've just like recently introduced not long ago and has died already twice in this goddamn universe so right uh, it's just i've i've made my points um i would i would recast him um but I've already moved on to you know to the fact that hey they're gonna they're gonna re, not recast them they're gonna replace T'Challa that they're, they're gonna kill off T'Challa and we're gonna have a new Black Panther and it's just a matter of who and that's what we don't know yet and will it be Shuri will it be someone else I've come up with an idea of my own that I, I you know I'm I'm all for because um, there's only been one other Black I mean there's been two technically you know Shuri was Black Panther and of course. Uh, Casper Cole was Black Panther, and I, you know I have a way of bringing in Casper Cole that makes sense. But if that's what they do, I'm down with that. If they have to go in a different way, I will have to live with that. <laughs> but we'll see, you know. Yeah, I,
1: I I respect that. I I will very much um, not hate watch it, but I will very much watch it in protest um, <laughs> if that is indeed the the case that at no point they ever decide to just recast T'Challa. I get them saying it now because it, you're still, you're still in the, 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 freshness of it. You know, like he didn't pass like years ago. So I get it. I get right now the, the decision being for this one. No, anytime soon. No. Um, but if the entirety of black Panther going forward, for like the remainder of my time on earth is that there is no other T'Challa. I very much will, will watch it very, very angrily um because to me it's just it's you just you you don't do that and it's it sets a crazy precedent um you know because you know we don't know how the world works so inevitably if it happens if it happens to someone else I'm not gonna say I'm not even gonna give an example but if it happens to someone else you retire that you know and it's like I again Chadwick was an amazing man um uh heath ledger was an amazing man but literally no one on earth said we can't do the joker anymore because heath ledger passed away yeah. Legit, no one even thought about it when jared leto was cast no one even thought about it when phoenix was cast so yeah
0: but those are like at that point it was a different universe you know what i mean
1: no 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 no, no. I, I i get you i i do understand that that is a fundamental it was,
0: it was going with a completely different batman so like it is it's different it's not exactly the same this is within the same universe and again i still agree with you i don't i don't think i don't think they they, i think they should uh because again the characters so characters shouldn't suffer you know for real life situations you know what i mean um and i i I totally agree with that sentiment you know but i'm I'm with whatever they want to do i mean I'm not gonna like it, but and I'll, you know, I'll get over it. You know, as long as like, look, I, I do want—I don't want to lose a male Black Panther so soon. <laughs> you know what I mean? <clears throat> oh, so I, I don't mind Shuri taking over, but I would also like a male replacement as well. You know?
1: Yeah, uh, and, and like I told you before, you know what team up I wanted. Now that you have the rights to Fantastic Four and X Men, you <coughs> already got rid of one of the founding members of it. So I'm like. Yes. Could you just replace T'Challa with any Black Panther to do the Illuminati? Sure. But would I like you to stick to who who is actually in it? Yes. Um, So to me, it's just it's like there's so much you could do so much that has to be done with T'Challa for us to just say goodbye to him so abruptly. So Um, but anyway, um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, that's it.
0: Vol- volume three yes volume
1: three i'm sorry volume it's three
0: looks like volume two
1: i know <laughs> i was just about to say i love that i love how james gunn's just like i don't need a complex name like, it's already a long ass name as it is
0: that's true maybe that's why i thought that
1: if it is it's genius because i tell you right now guardians of the galaxy quantum Physics, whatever the hell would be just like guy why <laughs> like just call it g on g something like don't it's just long um but obviously, no details on that. Uh, just a year, and it's 2023, I believe.
2: Yeah, I have more if you want.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. So for just go over what we've what we've done so far. So Guardians, uh, the Marvels, and Black Panther. Go ahead and give us the
0: dates. It's loading. Hold on, give me a second.
1: Oh yeah, you want me to keep talking, or, or is it
0: coming? Um, it's uh, I got it. Nah, damn it, okay. I don't know why it takes so long. <laughs> God damn it! You know what the, the problem with these smartphones. I swipe up and it goes fucking right. Why does it do that? I don't know. <laughs> Smartphones are never smart when you need them to be. No, not at all. And that's and the worst when you're looking for something because then it makes you start from the beginning and you're like, you're a cocksucker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is the worst feeling. It's the worst feeling of like, oh man, I want to show you this. And it's like, all right, I'm waiting. And it's like, shit, my phone lost it. Like, hold on. <laughs>
0: yeah. it's, I, I got to do it again. It is super bugging right now. Um, a, <laughs> it, it won't fucking load uh, our our page, I wrote it all down for this specific reason, but being oh, a
1: bit hold on, hold on, let me see if I got it here and um, my what you call it? All righty, eh? let's see. Nope,
0: I don't even have it up. Oh, I got it. finally. Got Fuck. It? All right. Holy be- Jesus Christ! All Go right, ahead so- and give it to us. All right, we'll start I wanna start from the beginning. So I'm gonna start right from the top. Starting in twenty twenty one. Like we already know most of these dates, but just to re- for a refresher, this whole new trailer that Marvel dropped gave us all the dates, well, at least most of the dates are all the upcoming movies until the end where they gave us a teaser and no date. Um so <laughs> <laughs> um, so it starts obviously with black These are all just movies. It's not there's no Disney Plus. There's all movies. Yep. So this is all about bring going back to the theater. Uh, so, Black Widow, July 9th, twenty twenty one. Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, September third. And really
1: quickly, really quickly, because I don't want us to skip over it. We okay. got uh, we got a little uh, a little extra snippet from Black Widow. We yeah, we did. A little extra snippets from Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Um, I just wanted
0: to bring it up in case you wanted to to talk about any of those little short snippets. Yeah, that we I, I do. We'll come back to it, but yeah, I want to talk okay. about. It. Um and then got those snippets of Eternals that was awesome because we've been waiting forever to see just anything. <laughs> uh, so that was cool. Still was it was nothing. Very, very little, yeah. Um, hopefully we get more. Hopefully we get more. Um, obviously, um, we have okay, it's uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings September third, twenty twenty one. Eternals November fifth, twenty twenty one. And Spider Man No Way Home December seventeenth, twenty twenty one. So that's all of twenty twenty one. 2022, we have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, March 25th, 2022. Thor, Love and Thunder, May 6th, 2022. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, July 8th, 2022. And The Marvels, November 11th, 2022. And we finally got movies for 2023. I've been waiting forever. We finally have some confirmations. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, February 17th, 2023. And Guardians of the Galaxy Volume video, we just talked about May 5th, 2023. And of course, the end teaser was of the Fantastic Four, no date.
1: Which we assume will probably be 2023.
0: We um, would assume probably ending, uh, finishing out the year or something. We don't know yet, 100%, but that's what it seems.
1: I mean, we can assume, Joel, there's something that happens in the course of these, what, six movies you just named, not mm. including Fantastic Four, that leads up to Fantastic Four. So maybe they're just waiting. Um, they're just waiting for that. And you also have to wait until the guys fucking finish production on Spider-Man.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: you know, really before you kind of sink your teeth in.
0: Right. And, and we've already heard that uh, like the, uh, the Marvels might actually be more of like, a, like you said, like a, like a Civil War situation.
2: Right. Right.
0: And then you have, um, hold on. Then there's two more dates, you know. Well, there's two more date. There's two more movies in 2023 that we just don't know yet, and then probably one of them is Fantastic Four, but I don't want to assume.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair. I want to ask you this about Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, it's probably not connected whatsoever. I, I believe this, and I will hold on to it until we're actually sitting in the theaters. Okay. Um, do you think it's weird that Morbius has elements of this Spider-Man movie but comes yeah. out after it?
0: Do I, um...
1: Okay, so my real question is, I'm sorry, I apologize because that was not a question. My real <laughs> question is, I believe Spider-Man won't hold that date. Um, do you think oh. it'll hold that date?
0: Well, the date was different. It was December 25th, and then when it comes up today, it says December 17th. So yeah, you're right. It, it moved. <laughs> it moved up. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 but do you think that's weird, though? It's weird, maybe, but I, I don't think it I think the elements of what Morbius—I don't think it's going to be that that connected. It's going to be connected, I do believe, but I don't believe it's going to be that it matters what date, like what what comes out first. Is what I'm trying to
1: say. I I see what you're saying. I just—I don't know. It seemed like what was happening in Morbius could have been a result of whatever happened in Spider-Man.
0: Like I don't—I don't think think they're going to involve the multiverse in Morbius. If that's what you
1: think, Morbius is just originally an MCU character.
0: I think that might, it might take place in the same world. Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. No problem. No problem. Um. All right. So let's go through some of these snippets. Let's start off with Eternals because we've been waiting to get something of it. Um. Cool shot of Angelina Jolie holding a sword.
2: Uh,
0: yeah.
1: A cool shot of them all together. And you kind of seeing, I think her name is Sprite or Sprite, whatever her name is, Russian. No,
0: no uh, that's not Sprite. That's Mockery. Mockery? Mockery, yeah.
1: I, I, I'm not looking forward to trying to. Uh, well, started.
0: think about it like this: she's the fast one, and she gets mistaken for Mercury a lot.
1: Ah, okay. I, it, because
0: she's a speedster, and Mercury, who is Hermes, is a speedster.
1: I'll still get confused, but okay, I'll try, I'll try to look at it that way.
0: Jesus, man!
1: Uh, yeah, think, think
0: Mercury <laughs> when you when you when you think Mockery. Her name is Mockery. Okay. Uh, and originally it was a guy in the comic so
2: Who's Sprite or Sprite?
0: Sprite was is a little girl. Or a little boy. It looks like a little boy, girl. And that's not versus. the speedster. No, Sprite is an illusionist.
1: Oh, okay, all right. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, so there's a, a few cool shots. I think there was a a a line or something like take the fight to them or something like that. Um, I I I, I won't even say that shit. Wet the whistle. I didn't know what the fuck I was looking at. Like, it, Eternals is the one story I think we both can admit we're not that familiar. Um yeah. So the little snippet they gave us didn't make shit any clearer.
0: Um, so. I mean it gave me something. It did wet a little bit of my whistle. But I just wanted to see them fucking move. I've only seen pictures at this point. Um
2: just like,
0: make the pictures move. Yeah, it's just I want to see them actually walking around and like um, so I, I, that it wasn't a lot, but it, it was something, you know what I mean? Like I got, we get to see, uh, uh what's his name? Um, oh my God. Who's playing Kingo. Damn it. Uh, Indian guy. Oh, Kumal Nujani. New Mom. Yeah. Kumal on Uh, we got to see his, his character Kingo. I, I, I've been like really waiting to see him. Apparently he has this camera guy that follows him around, which is hysterical. Um, and then we get to see a little bit of Gilgamesh. And I like I told you, I'm really excited for that character. Uh, Angelina Jolestina. We get to see Richard Madden, Icarus. We
1: did cool. not see, though, which I thought was interesting. We did not see, uh, wow, I was about to say Selena Gomez. Salma Hayek. We did. Really?
0: Yeah. She's on a horse with a hat, cowboy hat on.
1: Fucking God. Jesus Christmas. Okay. Okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So I, I am glad that this
1: did wet, wet something for you. I, I think my frustration mainly just comes from, I don't know why we have not seen
0: more. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I think we will be seeing more. This is just the beginning, obviously.
1: Like the fact that Shang-Chi gave us a trailer, and that movie doesn't come out any any closer than uh, Eternals does, and we got <laughs> a full-length trailer for that, is why the fuck are you making his wait?
0: It's done. Yeah, it's a, it's two, two months apart. I, I told you. I, I I think you said it last week. I think they're just, they were just really just waiting for her to get her Oscar. <laughs> they yeah. put it in front of the movie. So it's only a matter of time, you know? Yeah. I, I think
1: we did say it'd be like a week or two uh, yeah. before they
0: probably We got something tomorrow, honestly, because they just dropped a little TV today.
1: Yeah. So if it does, holy shit, Joel, we, we spoke that into existence.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so that was good for eternals uh me and you do very much believe eternals is how we will get mutants so this movie does have long standing. i, I do
0: believe yeah right. it, it, it will probably play a factor in that yeah
2: yeah
1: so definitely can't wait to see how that all plays out um we did get a little uh a little extra from uh shang chi yeah um the more i see this the more i am i am getting really excited I'm, excited. For it. I'm
0: excited you know why it same reason I love Batman so much is just seeing a guy with no powers going to do his thing. You know, I just like how is this guy so
1: let me ask you this. AJ what? brought this up, and I, I vehemently dis- disagreed with him, but I'll let you be the deciding factor here. AJ Great. believes they very much will give him the powers that he had in the comics. Do you believe so?
0: Which one, like the cloning ones?
1: No, uh, well, I, he, I think he was saying the cloning ones, I think he was saying there's something with fire or something like that. Whatever powers he had in the comics, do you think they'll give him any powers? Is is
0: they don't give him any powers? Honestly, no. I don't want him to have any real powers. Um, not even the the shadow clone ones. I don't even like that. (laughs) Like, uh, I don't want him to. I don't really need to see him have shadow clones. Um, I don't want him to have powers. I think that's what makes him cool. He's the the master of kung fu. Like, that's all I need. You know.
1: To me, it's. To me, I'm fine with it. It's just all about how they use him going forward.
0: Maybe his but, staff has powers. You know, that's different. But no, that's that,
1: that's fine. But to me, to me, the biggest thing that always bothers me, and I know they did it in the comics. I, I, I know, I get it. But to me, it's always, it always depends on who you fight. Um, mm-hmm. like watching fucking Black Widow and Hawkeye be able to use fucking bow and arrows and bullets to stop aliens will always bother me.
0: Well, that, um, that didn't bother me because they're not invincible those aliens as long as they're not taking down the, that big worm thing. <laughs> with a bow and arrow and guns? Yeah. <laughs> <That's> um, <it. laughs>
1: so it, it, like I said, it all depends on who um, you know, where you use Shang-Chi going forward. Like if you put him in an Avengers movie um, you know, whoever you're whoever you're taking down. To me, it it just all has to be believable. Uh, even though oh, this is can all fantasy. Get away with
0: they, Hawkeye and Black Widow, you can get away with Shang-Chi. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's no. gonna... Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, because I'm I'm just saying he could probably kick both their asses, is what I'm trying to say.
1: Oh, a thousand percent. Yes, he could. Um, but that's what I'm saying. That's what watching that Avengers movie was just like, oh god, you could use so many other people anyway. Um, but I am really excited for this. And personally, <laughs> I, I'm with you. I don't need powers. I don't think they would give him powers.
0: I don't want I don't I don't he's not known for having powers, so it's like why? <laughs> you know me,
1: it's it's to me it, it's <sighs> I think it takes away from it because to me, if you're giving the Mandarin his rings, right,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I don't necessarily need magic on magic or powers on powers. Mm-hmm. I would like, like, I like the idea of knowing he has an uphill battle to climb because his father legit has all the powers. And it's right. like, what are you going to do with the fucking staff?
2: Um, right.
1: You know, <laughs> seeing how you're able to get the job done. So to me, I love it. You know, And like you just said, it's why we love Batman. Seeing mm-hmm. Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, and Green Lantern prepare to fight fucking gods and Batman builds a suit that can fight gods is awesome. Right. Knowing that, like, all right, well, if Darkseid kind of gets through this, <laughs> this, this suit, he could probably just crush Batman's head, you know? Yes, so it's like, I, I like the idea of that. I like the idea of the uphill battle, the, the David versus Goliath.
0: Um, so if he like- never, never gets Over-
1: powers, I'm fine with it.
0: Right, I don't I don't need to see him. I, I, him being the master of kung fu is more than fine with me. The, if he's known as the greatest fighter in the universe, well, at least in that world, I'm down. That's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I tell you what. There's not, when Bruce Lee was the biggest thing out, there's yeah. a lot of people that would probably tell you there ain't nobody that could stop Bruce Lee. Superman, Green Lantern, nobody can stop Bruce Lee. Uh, Superman, <laughs> um so why not give us a character like that in the mcu to where you're like he maybe could beat his ass like <laughs> even though he has powers he probably still could beat your ass uh, yes. Um
0: oh, god chi should be a feared fighter and that's you know that's all i need from him yeah. and like I said, if the staff has powers or some shit i'm cool Wi-Fi with
2: isn't set up yeah
0: right. hold instructions on in the
2: help section of your alexa app
0: alexa being a bitch i gotta fight with her <laughs>
1: to <laughs> interrupting our show. Um, well,
0: look, not set up, but apparently got unconnected. Weird.
1: <laughs> and Joel, just to bring a little bit more uh, uh, clarification to to what we were just talking about with, with Shang Chi, um, if someone wants someone who's a master martial artist to have abilities, you'll get Iron Fist at some point. So there you, you go. Will.
0: Exactly.
2: Yeah, there you go.
0: I don't want him having no chi power. Like I saw, like somebody draw like his fist glowing. I'm like, don't you do that. <laughs> like, what chung chi yeah, like, oh. yeah
2: that's what iron
1: fist is for why do we need exactly. two people that do that it, it exactly
0: be let's not let's not be hasty not
1: everybody has to have powers i think people keep forgetting stark was inside of a suit like that's that, absolutely that, right those beams didn't come out of his physical hands
0: nah, so. that's also absolutely right
1: <laughs> so let's let's relax here daredevil blind was not his superpower so let's 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 relax here uh, yeah
0: he's a, he a like basically a sixth sense
1: right, <laughs> right well essentially his only ability is his other sense is just heightened
0: yeah but so that's the thing he problems. has that no it's just that he's his six because because they're heightened he could basically he's like abnormally agile and like has perfect balance and all this extra shit right.
1: <laughs> but even in real life to a degree they say that's what happens when you lose one of your six. Yeah. But he's
0: obviously a super version of that. Right, exactly. uh, and he, um, oh, what was it? Damn it. Uh, he also is a great fighter. You know, not just that, you know, he's a great fighter, but he's also, and you can't really sneak up on
1: him. <laughs> Hell no. That's one guy that you cannot sneak up on. Um, we got a little bit of an extra tease from um, Black Widow. Uh, really, all it was was, um, what's his name? kind of screaming at what we assume to be uh Taskmaster. Um we see a few extra shots that are new. Uh nothing really. We're not going to see any more footage probably coming out of that cuz the movie comes out in this month, right? Which one? Black Widow. Or is it June?
0: No, no, no. That comes out in July.
1: Oh fuck me, Marvel. Come on, guys. Yeah.
0: Well, it's cuz Loki comes out June.
1: Yeah, but why not just put it out in May?
0: You have uh, in May. I don't know. They want wanted July. Well, it was I think in May, and then they That's moved it to saying, July. Move it? <laughs> they want they want people to go to the movies, and people are still not a hundred percent on board yet. So they're giving people a chance to get vaccinated and all that extra shit. Oh. <laughs>
1: well, um, fuck y'all. I needed something to watch in May anyway.
0: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Like it was like no Marvel or DC really. In- oh, I mean DC on CW, but the- right. But the- I'm there. of that. There's nothing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fuck them um so that's really it from the little sizzle reel that we got uh which is kind of just a celebration of marvel to this point and what we are supposed to expect going forward um did you want to add anything else from this uh sizzle reel we got uh today
0: uh i'm just happy we got uh titles for like the black panther and, and captain marvel 2 and we got dates for 2023 and because I'm, uh, I'm tracking it it's nice to finally get some answers um <laughs> even if we didn't get all the answers, you know?
1: Right. I did want to add this. Uh, I was talking about this today in one of the chat things on Twitter that Twitter Mm. now allows you to do. Um, A few people were talking about their excitement for, they assumed from what um, Alfred Molina was saying that it it confirmed their belief of getting Andrew and Toby. I will say again, what I said to them just don't sell yourself on it. Um, it is very possible that either elements of uh Doc Ock's world and Electro's world eke out into Holland's or Holland goes through their world, but it doesn't necessarily mean that other spider men are attached. Um, uh,
0: go ahead, go ahead. No, I, I, I agree. Um, temper your expectations, but I also believe that we're going to see them.
1: <laughs> look, look, I, I, you, you know you know where my skepticism comes from, Joel. No. I just fucking sat here for two whole series on characters that very much make sense to the story.
0: Yeah, but we've had no real leaks. Like, usually we hear rumors about it. Like I told you when I was, I tracked it, and we didn't really get a lot of anything from Mephisto.
2: But we got more from Doctor Strange. And
0: guess what? Doctor Strange actually ended up was supposed to be part of. It. But so, you did film
1: in that one toy.
0: No, that well, obviously we found out it was fake.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. We did, we did. Um, but no, I, I'm at this point now to where it's just I, I have no expectations from Marvel movies I, it, when it comes to something I want. It just. Yeah.
0: But just like I said, I, like uh, we've there's been a lot of. A babble about the Spider-Man being in it even Daredevil being in it so nothing none of that has been confirmed but you know at this point I still believe there's a high I wouldn't say 100% ever because until it's confirmed nothing 100% but um, I, I do believe a high percentage chance of, that will be the case.
1: Fair enough I'm just prepared that it is not there so when it, so if sorry, not when. So if it is not, I won't be upset, not even in the slightest. I will just be able to say, you know what? Part of me thought it wasn't it wasn't real to begin with. So fuck it. You know, whatever they decide to do.
0: Um go ahead. No, I said I get you. That's fine.
1: Um yeah, it's why I'm looking forward to Loki the most out of all these shows because the storyline isn't based off of anything from a comic book. So I have nothing logically I could try to tie to it, so it's legit just me, just week to week, whatever they give me, it's whatever they decide to do, whatever.
0: Oh, I it. Um, my- that <laughs> so that's how I take most of these things. Well, yeah. you know,
1: you know my issue with with the WandaVision Division one purely because I just thought it was just realistic, like it wasn't me just literally pulling shit out of my ass. It was.
0: I'm, I also think that's not done. You know.
1: All right. I'm with you, brother. You know I'm with you because if I don't ever get Mephisto, I will. That will probably be my one black, like uh, one eyesore of Marvel. Like I'll never go back to. Like I'll, I'll, I'll happily skip over every rewatch I do of the whole MCU. Would be Wandavision because it would, it would piss me off every time I saw it. Every yeah. time I saw it, knowing that they specifically took a storyline and decided to leave out the most important part of that storyline.
0: Wow. So I don't,
1: he does show up.
0: I don't, I don't believe in skipping anything.
1: Yeah, no, I, I will. Because I, I don't believe in hate watching. So I will hate skip some shit, Joel. I will hate skip some shit. <laughs> I will hate skip some shit. Um, all right. So last topic I want us to get into before we head out of here is I want us to only talk about the finale of Invincible because we will be doing a show where we break down the whole season and what we can expect going forward. But I do want to drop something, Joel, that I think you'd be proud of me a- a- about. Okay. You ready? So, um, I do know from a little bit of research that what Alan the Alien was referring to is pretty much the end game of Invincible, which is the massive war. Um, I do also know that I believe they said it in the show, mm-hmm. but uh, Omni Man answers to like this lieutenant guy that's like maybe his uncle or some shit um i can't remember his name but this guy looks fucking massive um and you know i i don't want to say too much because then like i feel like you'll be like yeah and then blah 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 and i'll be like oh fuck i really didn't want you to even even say that um <laughs> so let's just stick to the finale uh, <laughs> this was a really cool finale um i watched only a little bit of fat man and whatever i beyond no, what is, what is the, uh, Jay, the guy from Jay and Silent Bob? Kevin Smith? Yes, Kevin Smith's, what is his podcast?
0: Batman Beyond. Oh, really? Yeah, it okay. used to be and I'm Batman, but he, it, now it's Fat Man Beyond.
1: Oh, Fat Man Beyond. I'm sorry, I thought you literally were saying Batman Beyond. I'm like, I don't think that's what it's called. Okay, Fat Man oh. Beyond, yes, sorry. Right. Um, he had Robert Kirkman on. Okay, And that was just really interesting to hear Kirkman break down this this finale. But, um, man, this show just, I don't know, man. It's some of the best writing in animation history. It, it really just is because it, it allows itself to just truly be what it is. And for Kirkman to say there were elements of this show that they didn't even do, um, that they did in the comics. Like he was giving an example of in the comics, it was this one uh, school teacher it was uh, Invincible invincible, and then school teacher whose son died because of like these bullies or some shit so like mm-hmm. the teacher was like killing off bully types in the school or some shit like does that sound familiar to you? Vaguely. <laughs> yeah. He pretty much said it was a storyline he was not gonna bring into this, <laughs> into this show so um, I-, I can understand how it's vaguely but I loved it, man. I loved every ounce of it. And let, let me just say this before I pass it to you for your thoughts. What yeah. I love most about the show is I have i don't think because we're so used to like a Justice League where Superman always wins, Batman always wins, Wonder Woman always wins, yeah. Iron Man, Hulk, so on. I don't think there's been an episode Mark hasn't gotten his ass whooped.
0: Yeah, It's more like Spider-Man. <laughs>
1: yes, exactly. And I think it's what made me fall in love with the show because it's like I remember the moment where um, he's getting dog walked by like that lion character inside that building. Battle beast. Battle beast. Thank
2: you.
1: I remember (laughs) saying to myself, watching it like, oh man, he's about to power up and whoop him. And when he ultimately almost died, I was just like, oh my God, this show doesn't work like normal superhero shows or, or, or superhero anything works.
2: Really, he's no. got dog wall <laughs>
1: and that's the end of it like there is no he he powered up or found the strength and and, and defeated the bad guy no he got his ass whooped um, sure. so to me that's what i loved about this finale to where his dad's kind of just like i am way stronger than you could ever imagine being and i'm going to utilize it at every point okay. um but joe i'll pass it on to you man what were your thoughts on this finale
0: was amazing like like it, it's like it was so cold like like his father beat the shit out of him and and killed so many people so callously um and just because i saw it in the comic books uh, doesn't mean it didn't i mean seeing it like in like in motion was like terrifying <laughs> you know uh it's one thing like in still panels but to see it like oh my god like i felt every punch was crazy um but it, it was it was such an amazing finale because it just it's it didn't like you said it didn't end the way you think it was gonna end he got his ass whooped and lost you know his father flew away now he beat his he beat his son so bad he felt bad <laughs> like that's how that's how bad he beat him um that like he saw his feet all fucked up and you know he had to change. and that's how it happened in the comic the same thing i didn't like Going in, I knew that he beat his ass and flew away. Like I know, I know where he's going, and I know, I know what happens later. But it's just a different, you know, seeing it come to life, you know, in, in a way through the animation. And, and they, they, I really love the animation on, uh, on Invincible and they do a really good job. But the voice acting is amazing.
1: Um, yeah, I said it uh, talking to AJ and them. It's, and I think I said it. I think I said it. It's the best voice casting. Uh, to date. There's not been a better ensemble of actors that are voice cast. And, and it's funny because uh, Kevin Smith was saying, he was like, if you were to make this movie in the 80s, who would you cast? And it's like, well, obviously Tom Selleck would be would be oh, on yeah. because 100%. Um, but it, he named another character, uh, another actor, I'm sorry. And Kevin Smith was like, you think you could afford blah, blah, blah? And he's like, do you not know who's in this show? Like, I got, Mahershala Ali has numerous Oscars, and I got him to, <laughs> to be an important character in this in this uh, this season. So it's like, yeah, I I do think Amazon, if they were uh, alive back, you know, alive and running back then, they would have coughed up enough money to afford whoever Kirkman wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not like C B C D list actors that he got for this show. These are, these are top tier actors and actresses. Um, So this is like, this is something that we always say, Joel, is hard to do. It's just hard to do to get <laughs> this, this much talent. We've only ever seen it in Marvel. <laughs> if, right. if you really think about it, we've yeah. not seen it anywhere else.
0: Yeah. It's been crazy. Uh It's been surprisingly uh the, the, the name, the voice talent they weren't able to get. has been crazy. It's just, well, here we are. I mean, they did it.
1: <laughs> I'll even say, to your point of visuals, I was in awe as he was flying outer space. How he yeah. was flying so fast, the blood burned off of
0: his suit. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I didn't know that
1: was scientifically possible. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, what the hell? That's how you can do that. Yeah. Um, and then you get the little shot of the tear. Uh, you know, because it did it, it did break his heart a little bit.
0: It did. All,
1: all the shit he was talking. He did very much love. this. Yeah
0: about omni-man he's there's, he's a deeper character than we've seen he really is
1: in a good way or deeper in a more so an asshole way
0: no in a good way
1: okay yeah i mean i kind of got that feeling and i don't want to get too much into it because like i said i don't want us to repeat ourselves when we do our review but i now that i've seen this finale i now take when mark broke the news to him differently because remember how he didn't know how to react yeah i think part of him was wishing that it wasn't true because if he wasn't a Viltramite, I think in his mind, it would have been easier to just kill him and kill everybody. Right. But knowing that he is a part of him, like legit, he is a Viltramite, It's like, damn, part of me is now like, I got to raise him. Like, I got to raise him as a Viltrumite now. And mm-hmm. I think he didn't know how to handle that. So like all this just hit him really fast. And that's why he was so aggressive throughout mm-hmm. the season because it was just like, fuck, I got to care about this kid. I really was hoping... He never got the powers. I rip his head off. I move on to the next planet. Um, but now you have to actually care for him. You know, now in in, in the eyes of a Viltramite, he's your son,
2: mm-hmm. he's not just
1: a regular human. So right. to me, I took that differently now. Um, And don't worry, anyone listening, this is not, I've not read the comics. So this is just me speculating. Um, But that's how I took that. So to me, this was a beautiful way to end it. And I even loved how Alan the Alien's like, all right, you know, what are you going to do now? And it shows all the chaos coming.
2: Yeah, all,
1: <laughs> all the all the chaos coming. And he's just like, I don't know, finish high school. <laughs> it's like, oh, you have no idea, Mark.
0: <laughs> no. No idea what's coming your way, buddy. People that don't know what's coming don't know what's coming because it's going to get crazy. <laughs>
1: that's, that's what he keeps. That's what he keeps. Um, even in uh, Steven's video where he was announcing that they got renewed, where he was just uh-huh. like, we're going to get crazier. And Kirkman's like, oh, yeah. And it's like Crazier crazier than a guy telling a lady to hold on and then goes to lift her from rubble and it's just her arm Yeah. <laughs> like crazier than that yeah oh my god
2: oh, you
0: know i mean there's a shit there's like two or three big big ass events um still <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> i also
1: know Joel, and this isn't a spoiler because i don't even know if they're going to do this anytime soon um and if they do again it exists in the comic book. So it's not like we saw the movie and then we're now spoiling the movie for you. But mm-hmm. in the comics there's also a multiverse of, of uh, not Omni-Man, of uh, Invincibles.
2: Yep. Yeah. Sure. yeah. So
1: I can't wait to see how that how that might look, how that might translate. Let me ask you this, to get us off of this finale so we can save it for when we actually do the review show. Do you think a studio would allow them to do half the shit they do in animation for live action? Like we know they 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 greenlit a live action or working on it. Do you think they'll they'll allow them to be this violent?
0: I don't know. Uh, they went pretty dark. <laughs> like uh, they went all out in the animation. They didn't hold back. So right. I mean, I, after I, seeing I, this and seeing how popular it is, maybe they will. Who knows?
1: Because AJ said to me, "Well, look at the boys." I'm like AJ. That's different, man. That's so different. There's right. <laughs> in- say it again.
0: <laughs> Amazon.
1: No, 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 no. I mean, the boys' violence is still nowhere near the violence of Invincible. You watch him rip a head off, squish a head, rip someone's heart out, cut a body in half. Yeah. So it's like, no, I think the worst the boys did was like um, he like eye lasered someone to death or, you know, a head exploded. But it's the violence in that is nowhere near.
0: And boys, boys is pretty violent, yeah. But I mean, so I like it's not as violent, and it's easier to pull off that kind of violence on animation because you don't have to fucking pay for all that blood and all that shit. Um, but I think not, If it was a series, you have bet a better chance. About, about a movie, about superheroes, it might be hard. Might be it'll be harder to, for a studio to accept it. But I, I don't know. I want I want to say no, but. You never know these days.
1: Yeah, and um, oh, that's I'm sorry. That's what Kevin Smith was saying. Sorry, he was saying how technically, if Robert Kirkman wanted to, he could. Well, obviously, Kirkman made the joke that Stephen obviously can't be an 18 year old or a high schooler. Um, but majority of this cast, you can just translate to a live action.
0: You can, yes.
1: So that's that's what makes that's what makes this project really special because it's like. You only would have to change some elements of it. Like, clearly, you're not going to have what's-his-name as Omni-Man. <laughs> um, clearly, for so many different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, so let me ask you this. Are you more so on the um, Henry Cavill or... Uh,
0: no, no, not Henry John Cavill. No.
1: Ham, John Hamway for Omni-Man.
0: Yeah, I like John Ham.
1: I think the only reason Henry Cavill works for me... Is because in Mission Impossible he had that mustache and it worked. I never thought it would, but it worked.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> he's too young looking for me.
1: Oh oh okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. Okay. I mean I I think they could clean it up, but I, I do get your point. John Hamm would be legit. You don't have to really yeah, touch anything up. He just looks it.
0: It's someone that looks older, that's all.
1: Yeah. No, I'm I'm completely with you. And we all can agree on who we'd want invincible to be, right? Our boy, Ryan Potter.
0: Yeah. I casted him months ago. <laughs> yeah, when I was doing the image thing, remember?
1: Yep. No, you did. You were way ahead of the curve on this. Um, mm-hmm. But that's because you knew of Invincible before um, the show came out. Mm-hmm. Right. So you had you had a I had you an probably idea. Always had an idea on what you would like him to look like um, if they ever. Well, it
0: it, like it, once they casted Steven Yeun as the voice, I was like, I think yeah, he probably could be Asian. So. All right, who 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 can Steven Yin's too old now right. to live action? Uh so like who who fits the age wise? Like, you know, Ryan Potter would be great. He's, he's he looks young enough, he's in mid-20s or whatever. He can play a teenager.
1: And Joel, if Invincible live action is successful around your third movie or if it's a series around your third or fourth season, if you decide to do a multiverse of Invincibles, it would be dope to see Stephen Yin uh come in as as Invincible. Um, clearly not your main Invincible, but one of the, the oldest merchants.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: you could definitely play around with that. But yeah, this show is gold. Robert Kirkman, uh, I believe, has done a way better job with this than he did with um, Walking Dead. Walking Dead is something that I, I probably wish would have stopped being made, I don't know, four seasons ago. Um, but Invincible is something that looks like it has the legs to really go. Uh, like but it also
0: looks like it, there's also a, it's finite. Walking Dead just seems to never fucking end. I think that right. was the problem. And right. it, it meant, like it, it's only 140 issues, so there's an ending. <laughs> right.
1: I, I think I think Robert I think Robert was saying that he likes the idea of because it was a short-lived comic. Um, there are elements that he can just change if he wants to um to to give it a little bit more legs to make it you know if, if you wanted to to make it last a little bit longer Damn. um you know but again i I'm, I'm along for the ride i can't wait to see it um and if it's great i can't wait to see how it train well no this was great so i can't wait to see how it translates into live action so bravo to them and i cannot wait to see how this all plays out um as far as recommendations of shows to watch I highly recommend everyone to get ready for Mars Jupiter, or whatever it's called. The Josh Dumal show on Netflix.
0: this Legacy. I
1: don't know where the fuck Mars Mars
2: Jupiter I don't know
1: where that came from, uh, but no, it looks really, 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 really good. And uh, once I saw that, it was from the mind that it was from the mind that brought you Kingsman. It was just like, uh, yes, I am here. <laughs> I want it. Uh, is there a show you're putting up for recommendations for this week?
0: Is that what's coming out this week? That's awesome. Yeah, it
1: comes out this Friday.
0: okay, that's so awesome.
1: Remember, um, remember, that's this Friday, and then Army of the Dead is next Friday.
0: Oh, that's gonna be good too. Oh, it's gonna be. I mean, we don't have Marvel, but or DC, but we definitely got well, some good. Yeah, we'll we'll get through May for
1: sure. We got some stuff to get us through May, and remember, Bad Batch is tomorrow.
0: Word, that's that's right. I, I that's my wallpaper right now. Uh, me too. Oh my god, me too. <laughs> um yeah, it's awesome. So I I, I guess I'll throw out Yasuke because uh Yas uh, Yasuke. Uh because it's really so far I only seen one episode, but I really liked it. So can't wait to finish. Uh it's really fucking not what I expected. So I'm looking forward to it.
1: <laughs> I'm actually two episodes in. Lakeith Stanfield um is doing a pretty good job. I'm I'm two yeah. episodes in. I think I'll I'll get back into because You know what it is? I know what tomorrow is. So I've just been spending this weekend with nothing but Star Wars, um, you know, to kind of get through the hype of tomorrow. So I think Mm -hmm. after tomorrow I can get back into other stuff. Um, But yeah, I've been going through my rewatch of of, of Star Wars. Um, So that's kind of where my mind, it's why I've only gotten through two episodes of it. But also remember, Joel, we got, uh, Jupiter's Legacy, you said it's called, right? I almost said yeah. Mars, Mars again. Jupiter's Legacy this week. Yeah. Army yeah. of the Dead next week. And guess what's the week after that? What's that? The final season of Castlevania.
0: Yay. So, yeah, look, every, every week we got something there.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It'll lead us right up into Loki. Um, So, we'll be good for the month of May for sure. For sure.
0: Muy bueno. <laughs> um,
1: but that's all me and Joel got for you guys. Uh, we were actually, we love you guys so much. We potted through the first half of the next game, but we will yes. never know.
0: Hell of a fucking first half. It was uh, interesting. Right? I mean, we're good. I'm watching this first half. I'm like, I think we're better than I even think we are. <laughs>
1: like, I agree with you on that. I, I'll even go as far as saying, you know, I, cause we're in New York and, you know, we're, we're in fourth, fourth place. I never really in my mind process, Julius Randle as an all-star, but it's like over this fucking stretch of April into the month of May, it's like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: how do you not have him well above Giannis? Who's won it already, you know, well, you know, right. He should be right in that mix of Embiid and uh, and Jokic, right in that mix of those guys. Um, yeah, he is, he is
0: right fire. Right he's like,
1: he's like a, he's like maybe the fifth guy they're looking at is ridiculous. Is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. And yeah. here's
0: the thing, even the fucking go ahead. No, go ahead. You were saying.
1: No, I was just gonna say Embiid's been injured a lot this year. Uh yeah. knock on wood. Randall's been
0: here. It's true.
1: So you know, he should be high. He should be in that top three for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they even got fucking Max Kellerman giving him credit.
1: Oh god. Sometimes I just don't know what's real and what's just for fucking ratings. It's why I don't watch.
0: That's I don't real. That's me. real, because you know he he wouldn't talk. You know he don't talk nice for fun.
1: No, that is true. That is that is that is a good point. Um, I just you know hopefully this is the start of the media switching up on the Knicks and maybe no,
0: it'll take a little longer than that. Jay Donde was talking shit the other day, so it's See, gonna well, be. A- I,
1: just, I just saw the tweet and I'm like, how do people just wake up and decide like, hey, Knicks fans are enjoying their team doing well. Let me go shit on them. Why? Yeah why? I don't, I'll never understand how that excites people. I was like, man, they enjoy something. I'm going to go ruin it.
0: Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? I don't Like I don't Unnecessary. I'm like, all right, talk shit. Talk your shit.
1: It's just so fucking frustrating.
0: Oh uh, shit. Uh, the minds got renewed for season four.
1: Oh yes. Oh, I love this season so much. It's so freaking good. I, I, I told my dad this, I, I know this is blasphemy and you won't even believe me when I say it.
2: I'm okay. starting
1: to prefer Minds over Sons of Anarchy.
2: Wow, that's big.
1: And you know how much Sons of Anarchy means to me, but Minds, mm. because remember, uh, Kurt Kurt Sutter only wrote the first, yeah. song and then yeah. got booted. So the fact that the writing has has held up since,
0: yeah, Sunday got better. It was crazy. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I'll agree with you. Uh, and I like how the theme song's not even the Kurt Sutter uh, imprint anymore.
0: Yeah, that theme song sucked, but this one's not great either. It's not even a theme song. It's just noise. No. <laughs> it, it, it is. It, it's
1: honest. It, it honestly reminds me of how Arrow would start. Dun dun oh. dun dun dun.
2: dun. Ah, yeah. like, oh, really? <laughs> is, yeah, it's it's not just like
0: at all. <laughs> yeah, because last year the the original theme song was just kind of it didn't even fit there. It sounded like very not Mexican. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but this one is like not even a song. It's just like. Noise, <laughs> it's 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 just like I don't know what it is. It's like a it's, like a, it's just you know a thing. It it's a text
1: tone. You ever hear someone with a text tone?
0: Yeah, it's like a green tone.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly
1: what it is. Um, but no, I'm very Barely. excited for that. That it got renewed. Uh, I love that. I love snowfall. Um, one yeah, day
0: I gotta get into that.
1: Oh man, Joel, we're not gonna get into it now, but we will get into it. Uh, once you start it, snowfall is way better than um. I'm wire. not
0: gonna I'm not gonna have that conversation. I'm sorry. The no,
1: you, have to, you have to see it first.
0: You have to, I don't have to see it first. I don't see the need to compare, honestly.
1: When you see it, you will. Because trust me, what? it's not that far off.
0: So, but why do you have to compare the two?
1: Because the, the like it's not like when people are trying to compare Empire to Power, they're two totally different shows. That's the wire it. and snowfall, not different at all.
0: I mean, it would take place in the same area.
1: No, no, well, yes, the location is different, but the the premise is the same. So I mean, it's it's different. (laughs) different. All right, you say that. Watch when you watch it, you go, "This is kind of similar to what the fuck the Wire is," and it's like, "Yeah, it's better." Huh?
0: Is it about a cop? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. It's about cops in general. Yes. (laughs) Yes, it's about about a higher form of cops in general. You said higher form.
1: Yeah, like well. It's not. It's not a. It's not a spoiler. It's about the, uh, the CIA.
0: Okay, they're trying to infiltrate drug the drug world. Yes. Okay.
1: And you do get the element. Remember how Michael B. Jordan and those kids were selling on their block, and it was the idea of uh, you know trying to get the wire to, to be able to to yeah to- wiretap right. This is almost almost Joel. almost exactly that. You even get the same elements of the kids on the block. You know, handling the block while you see the cops. You know, the the FBI, uh, the CIA element of it.
2: Yeah,
0: you will,
1: you will get that feel. I, I promise you. Again, if you don't agree that it's better, not a problem. I'm not. Again, I'm never here to. I, I just don't see the need
0: the like, oh, it's already better than the wire. Like, bro, wire is fucking amazing. I don't, I don't see the need to have to do that. You know. No,
1: like. I did say like when they were trying to do power in the wire, it's completely different. It's nowhere near the same thing.
0: Different um, type, yeah, different type of show. Yeah.
1: Right, but like I said, when you when you start to watch it, <laughs> I just watch a bog get hit in the face. That's hilarious. Um, when you watch it, you you will feel elements of, of how they're similar. It is all. Okay. I'm saying.
0: That's fine. I just I just don't see the need to like say one like to this one to prop up the other.
1: Oh no 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 no. I I don't. To me, it's it's. To me, I think it's the greatest written show uh, ever. I don't, I don't need to knock the wire to, to prompt that. I'm saying the conversation over the weekend or over the finale of um, Snowfall was what was the better show, Snowfall or The Wire?
0: Yeah. Uh, so I was just okay.
1: speaking to that. But no, I, I don't need to down the wire for me to to hold hold strong in believing that Snowfall is one of the best written shows ever. Um, so I'm with you in that in that idea, for sure.
0: Yeah, that was the only thing that was frustrating me because I was like, I don't see why you got to compare the two. If I, just, I just don't understand.
1: No, we always say that. I just actually had a conversation with some, uh, yesterday with Angel. Um, I, I was telling him I'm I'm tired of people continuously saying DC doesn't need to do what Marvel's doing. I don't like that because I'm like, wait, no, but they do. Like, do they need to build it exactly how Marvel does? No, but we want continuity, and that's what Marvel's doing. So yes, there are there are some semblance of what Marvel's doing. We do want to see DC do, and I'm like, the more you keep saying you don't want that, the more they keep doing the stupid shit they're doing now. So stop saying that.
0: <laughs> we do want consistency and continuity. You want that? Like I don't. Why wouldn't you want to see what Marvel's done with DC characters? Exactly. <laughs> you lying to yourself at this point.
1: Exactly, and I hate when people try to try to disguise it with, well, you know, I I don't need it to be the comedy like Marvel. Well, then say that. Don't that's say the- you don't need it to be like Marvel because you right. do want it to be like Marvel. You want it yeah. to be this massive success of one large continuity.
0: Absolutely,
2: that's different, you know.
1: Yeah. So that's what you say. I I it really shakes me to my because I'm like, the more people say that, the more Warner Brothers is somewhere in in a corner going. Oh, so you don't want continuity. Great, because I wasn't going to give you any of that shit. And so anyway.
0: We're going to give you a multiverse. Yeah, oh, we're going to give you a yeah. multiverse
1: with no continuity. And it's like, you guys got to stop saying stuff. They are listening. <laughs>
0: and stop reacting. saying it out loud.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just think it. Think it in your brain. Um, But all right. This has been Much To Do About Nothing. Uh, I want to thank Joelle for joining me. I want to thank you all for listening. Please share your thoughts. On the latest episode of Batwoman, your thoughts on Invincible, your thoughts on the NFL Draft, uh, your favorite basketball team, comment in the uh, comment section. Share your thoughts with me and Joel. Let us know what you guys think.
0: Yeah, um please.
1: Please do, especially if you disagree with anything we said on the show. We always love a good debate. So let us
0: sure. Well, Jawan does. I don't talk, my no, boys.
1: <laughs> Joel will bounce <laughs> off. He'll just do it really politely. I will be. <laughs> um, but no, thank you guys for tuning into an all new episode, and we will see you guys uh, next week. Make sure you stay tuned for Figure It Out this week, and I am doing a special live show of May the Pod be with you, for May and
0: also the- with you, Joelle.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> um. So I am doing a live show with a bunch of other geek groups. God to bless talk to you, Star Wars. So, <laughs> hey, I got to do something special for Star Wars. You know, that's my baby. Got to special.
0: Yeah, I know. As long as you admit right now, it means more to you than Batman.
1: I will never. Why are you trying to get me to say that, Joel?
0: You've said true. it before, and I just want people to know that it's true that you said it. It's not
1: true, Joel. Batman is. I mean, it's like it's like choosing your favorite child. I love them both equally. I
0: mean, I've heard they, you say it. I just want. Maybe, I want it on the record.
1: Maybe maybe I love whatever kid came first, but I'll never I'll never admit it out loud. You
0: have admitted it. I just want you to do it on, on the nah,
1: podcast. As long, but... as, as long as I have not done it where you can record <laughs> it and replay it, it doesn't exist. So, no, I have not said it.
0: I have it somewhere in text form. I know I have to. It's okay. As
1: soon as you find it and show it to me, I'll delete it. So then, boom, <laughs> it never exists.
0: I and mean, so, I love it. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: but all right, guys, we will see you same time, same place. Uh, till then, peace. Peace.